Yeah, yeah, Ryan Bars. Sit back, relax, real talk, what you listen to. Hosted by black brothers, distinguished individuals. So listen up, cause times is getting critical. This is where we ignite your mental and your physical. To the point where your spiritual is visible. Our mission, each one, teach one. Till our bond is indivisible. Where we make bread like bakeries. What you thought? It's a brother's podcast, Ash Crib Report. Brian Bars in World Tour. They give you fly bars in the world of sports. LT, the voice got the news. J Boogie, PC Joe, yeah they got the juice And last but not least we got Hawkeye and Mr. Wallace With the hot topics, yeah it's hard to stop us Stop and be our last resort It's the Burroughs Podcast, Stash Crib Report Chip, BK Welcome to the Brothers Podcast. I'm here with Ryan Bars. How you doing? What's really hood? World Tour, how you doing? What's going on, baby? Hey, Boogie, how you doing? Happy Palm Sunday, fellas. Mr. Wallace, how you doing? I think he's on mute. I said I'm doing great, brothers. It's a pleasure to be here today. All right. LT The Voice, how you doing? Wonderful, wonderful. Happy Palm Sunday, fellas. I hope y'all went to church and got your palms. Play correct, Joe. How you doing? How you doing, gentlemen? All right. All right. So, LT The Voice, you got some news? Um, This week, it's been... A few more shootings. A young lady in the Bronx got shot and killed, 17 years old. Somebody else got injured. Um, In Brooklyn, it was a shooting where a little 12-year-old young man got shot while he was sitting in the car. That's in Brooklyn. And also, the mayor woke up this morning and said he was feeling his throat a little itchy, and he tested positive for the COVID after he'd been putting the mandate and saying the mask would come off and all this other stuff. Still got to be careful. And there's another virus that also came out after the BA1. It's in my notes at home. I forgot the name of it. But I could probably make it home in time to let y'all know what it is. And um, Ukraine, they just killing people left and right. You know, they killing a lot of people that's under 50 and they killing kids. They just, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's just keep my prayers go out. My condolences go out to the family. And that's all for the news. All right. World Tour, Jay Boogie. Y'all got sports? Yeah, let me add one more thing to, to, to Spills' news. Um, first black female was confirmed by the United States Senate this week, Katanya Brown-Jackson was confirmed to be uh, a Supreme Court justice, and she will now be known as Madam Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson. Something for my girls, young black girls, to look forward to and something that they can aspire to be. And I think that's a great news story. Um, although it was along partisan votes, um, she was confirmed uh, 53 to 47 by the Senate, and she will be sworn in in June. Um, when 
once um, Justice Breyer steps down, she'll be sworn in. And this will be the first time in the history of the Supreme Court that the Supreme Court is not a majority of white men. Um, they will actually be the minority in the Supreme Court, but it is still dominated by Republicans, uh, thanks to former President Trump being able to get in three Supreme Court justices during his four years as President of the United States. Uh, a lot of a lot of interesting cases will be determined this year by the Supreme Court before Katanji Brown Jackson gets in. But even when she's sworn in, it won't change the balance of, of uh, Supreme Court justices. And although the Supreme Court is supposed to be apolitical, they are appointed by Republican and Democratic presidents, and they typically vote along party lines depending on what the issue is. So that's one other good piece of news uh, this week on Katanji Brown Jackson. Right. Thank you, James. All right, Jay Boogie and until y'all got sports. Yeah, no, nah, just to echo that would definitely yeah, that's definitely great for our young black girls, our young black daughters. But as far as sports, nah, I ain't really got too much. You know, Jay, oh, shit, man, I ain't got too much. Y'all know there's a lot going on now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, um, <clears throat> I start off with my main man's wheelhouse and boxing, man. Um, you know, the big fight coming up this weekend, uh, Spence versus you guys should be a really, really good fight. Hopefully it, it lives up to the to the hype and the expectation. So we'll see. Hugo's is no joke. And hopefully Spence is not underestimating uh, how powerful that young man is. Uh, he's a gritty, gritty person who comes from a, a rough background. And I think he's going to get out there and try to try to make a statement. Um, also, last night, Ryan Garcia uh, destroyed Emmanuel Tago. Um, he's looking for a big, big payday coming up. Um, let's see, Gennady uh, Golovkin fought last night as well. He didn't look good, uh, but he got the win um, as well. Um, and then Lubin, Lubin took a big loss last night, man, which was, by, uh, he lost to Pandora, which I thought he should have won that fight last night. Um, he knocked him down in the sixth round and he came back and took an absolute beating uh, in the seventh round. I mean, Pandora looks like he needs a couple of Intamin's cakes, a couple of honey buns. That's how small he is. And I, I could not, I mean, he got him on a height and the reach, but Lubin had him, but uh, he was up on all cards before before his corner uh, threw, in the, threw in the white towel on him uh, in that seventh in, a, in the seventh uh, uh, round, sorry. Um, over to basketball, as we get ready to wind, wind this season down, um, today is the last day of the regular season. Uh, and the Eastern Conference, one through six is set. Uh, seven through 10 will be determined today. Um, I know right now the Brooklyn Nets are playing They're up pretty big right now on the Indianapolis Pacers, 27 to 29. Right now they're sitting in seventh place, which is a good place for them to be. Uh, Cleveland is also up 60 to 35. They're sitting in eighth place. Um, Atlanta is playing right now. They're up 48 to 30. So if everything kind of holds the way it is, Brooklyn will only need one game to win to get in. Uh, and so will Cleveland. So we'll see how this all plays out. Everybody else is eliminated to include the Knicks, Wizards, Pacers, Pistons, and the Magic. Um, over in the Western Conference, um, seven through ten is set. One through one through ten is set in the Western Conference. Um, so Minnesota and the Clippers only need one game to win to get into the playoffs, and then the Pelicans and the Spurs need two games to win uh, to get into the playoffs. Unfortunately, earlier this week, the Lakers, the Kings, the Blazers, the Thunder, and the Rockets all have been eliminated. Lakers, the latest to be eliminated this past week, so a disappointing season. Uh, for, for the Lakers, as well as the New York Knicks, because we have big expectations for those cats to win. Um, baseball season is back. Uh, first two games under the belt uh, to include Yankees-Red Sox. Obviously, no better way to start the baseball season than the Yankees-Red Sox. They won the first two games. Tonight is the, um, is the third and final game of this first series. 
uh, tonight on ESPN. They'll be playing. The Masters is on. I'll tell you, Tiger Woods, um, he shot uh, another 78 for two straight days. So the fact that Tiger was even out there playing is, is, a, is a miracle. And it was great for the sport of golf to see him out there playing. But um, right now they got a young kid that's number one in the world, uh, Steve Scheffler, who's up right now, uh, 11 under par. Uh, he's kind of pulling away from Corey Smith, who's a young brick. And so he would be the first number one to win from beginning to end. And he's won four out of his last five golf tournaments, uh, which is pretty impressive for somebody like him. And then back to NBA real quick. Uh, I, I tell you, I watched that Philadelphia game yesterday. And I think Joel Embiid is like hell bent, man, on winning this MVP. He put up another 50 spot last night. So Giannis is not playing tonight. So he will win the scoring title. So I think it'll be pretty difficult uh, for him at this point not to win the league MVP uh, based off of the season that he's had. But I think last night he wanted to make sure um, that, that, that he, he sealed the deal on that. And then obviously uh, football, tragic, tragic news. Uh, and Dwayne Haskins uh, being killed in Miami as he was down there with his team uh, doing some doing some team building, actually. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, they just traded for him. I forgot his name. I'm drawing a brain for it. But he had took his teammates down to Mitch Trubisky. Just Trubisky wanted to get the teammates down there just to kind of build a relationship with them all and uh, and try and get things better. No alcohol or anything was involved in this. Nobody's. The investigation is still ongoing on how Dwayne Haskins was killed besides knowing he was killed on the highway. I think, I think the question is why was he outside of his vehicle on the highway? Um, this is a, is a question that needs to be answered, but it is, it is really unfortunate uh, what happened to the young man. And then of, of note, um, Adam Schefter, who's a guy that I, I respect and, and like his, his journalism work, he put out a pretty uh, distasteful tweet um, talking about Dwayne Haskins where, you know, he was trying to, be nice, but the words he used were stupid um, about his troubled past. Instead of saying that he was a good father, brother, you know, what, et cetera, et cetera, he used some different words, and it was pretty distasteful on Adam Schefter's part. He did, as we found out today um, through Ryan Clark's tweet, that Adam Schefter apologized to folks at ESPN, but I think that's disingenuous uh, because apologizing to folks at ESPN is irrelevant. Apologizing publicly uh, to this man's family who just lost a son and a brother and an uncle and whatever else he was in life, um, I think that's who he really needs to apologize to. So we'll see how this plays out. And really, if there's any recourse to Adam Schefter at ESPN for making such uh, distasteful comments. Um, other than that, man, that's all I got. Boogie. All right, Ryan Bars. Uh, should healthcare be free for all America, for everyone in America, in the United States of America? For surely, my brother. I mean, if we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world, you know what I mean? Why not? You know what I mean? Like, I thought about it and I said, you know what? Uh, Israel got free education and free health care. And we over here donating to them and they, you know what I mean, what they got. So I'm like, why we can't have free education and free health care? You know what I mean? Not just free health care, but free education as well. But free health care would definitely boost the uh, economy, you know what I mean? Because you wouldn't have to worry about, you know, people being sick and out of work, you know what I mean? And, you know, like when they get sick, they can just go right to the hospital or right to their doctor and get the medicine that they need and get right back to work. But 
you know what I mean? I guess the U.S. government is not thinking about these things, like the positives of us having free health care. That's my take. World Tour, your thoughts? Yeah, I think um, definitely like how, how you know, we, we, you know, the biggest superpower out here among all these nations, we should definitely have free health care for Americans. A lot of the list of whole other things, but uh, like how they, um, I believe in Canada, it's certain places, uh, you know, when you say free, uh, it don't have to be entirely free but like sort of on the lines of the uh obama healthcare thing like whereas you know you pay something but it's not the the big cost that as a for, for private insurance but um yeah i think healthcare should be universal man for everybody in, in this country man it makes sense like how, how a good point roger said like we like they send a shitload of money to um, ukraine Right, for whatever reason, you know it is what it is. But we can use that for healthcare. We can use some of that. Like, yeah, it was a big number too that Biden sending over there. Right? But yeah, I, I believe we should have it though. All right, Mr. Wallace, your thoughts? Can you please repeat the question? Should should healthcare be free for all Americans? Oh, that's a hard one. Yes, I feel like it should be free for all Americans, but is America willing to pay the cost? I think it is free in some countries, but I also think that the taxes in those countries are extremely higher. Uh, so the way of life would be different if we did have health care for all, but I do think that that would be a good idea. Jay Boogie. Yeah, so I think um, when you look at healthcare, healthcare is an extremely um, high cost uh, in this country, right? But but also when you look at um, 27 and a half million people, which is probably only about 8% of the population that don't have health insurance. And then when you look at those that are insured, which is about 90, 90 to 92% people, uh, you know, people have private health insurance or they have government provided healthcare insurance through Medicaid or Medicare, right? Um, and and I, it is a cost that's associated with it. And so, you know, this this is one of the richest nations on the earth. And, and, and there's an argument to say that people should not go without healthcare. Um, but, you know, when you look at it, is it, is it a form of socialism um, when, when you provide that type of stuff that the government has to pay for you know, to, to Mr. Wallace's point of, you know, we don't want the government to interfere into too many things, but yet we want the government to interfere in the, into this. So, so yes, the argument against, you know, sending um, aid to, to these other countries, you know, we could use that money to, to aid um, uh, Americans in healthcare, right? But does it make people lazy, right? Um, I mean, all of us that work, we, most of us get medical coverage through work. Um, it's, it's like a form of, you know, welfare, right? People tend to use welfare as a mean and source of an income versus the willingness to get out and go work for it. And that's, that's kind of one of those things where it, it could be a gift and a curse at the same time, because, right, when you look at the Declaration of Independence, um, in the founding document, 
it does provide a right, you know, for healthcare for people. But at the same time, uh, you know, the purpose of the Constitution uh, is to promote general welfare, not to provide it. And so that's really the argument for and against um, giving given people universal health care. Um, and so it's, it's a hard pill to swallow, uh, but, but I don't think it should be just given to people. People should have to work for things like we all do. We work in life, and that's something that we all should have to attain. Like some support should be given. I, I agree, but to be given to you for your life, I don't agree with it. Because when you look at Canada and other countries, they, are, they pay the price in other ways. Um, and then what type of health care are you really getting if it's provided free to you, right? And that's just something that I really look at. So that's that's my take on that. Lee Craig, Joe. Ah, free health care. I think we should absolutely have free health care. No question about it. But the cost of free health care, right? The cost, I think, is 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 one thing I've been saying over and over and over, right? It's greedy corporations, right? Greedy corporations, right? The doctors get paid way too much. Like America get paid too much money to keep you sick than to treat you, right? Like look at the food industry. Why do we have so much uh, obesity? Like England and Canada have free healthcare. I have cousins that that, that I have cousins that live in England and Canada. And they always ask me, can I send them a honey bun, right? Can I send them Dunkin' Sticks? That's the food that we get here in America. They don't serve that in England and Canada. They can't get these high sugar contents over there in those countries. A lot of food that the FDA in America approves, right? It's not approved in certain countries. They do not accept certain food from us, right? And and we couldn't, it's easy to get free healthcare. All you gotta do is you tax everybody the same, right? Everybody pay, pay, pay their share fare. And I think it'll be no problem if everybody pays their fair share. What about those that are not working? It's a lot of people that's not working. And I'm not saying that free healthcare is the best, right? Because it's a lot of countries where, like England and Canada, they provide yeah. free they, they provide free healthcare to all their citizens, right? And and even the, the free, the, the drugs, the drugs, right? It's free. But what it does was when the, when the government when the government has a part to play in it, right? It's it's more manageable, on like a capitalist healthcare system, which is not good, right? It's not good for me to have cancer, and I gotta pay almost like two hundred thousand dollars, right? You go to Canada, you got cancer, you pay fucking like ten thousand dollars if it's a, it's a difference with the healthcare system. And I'm not saying it's gonna be better because I was having an argument with my coworker a couple of weeks ago about this. And he said, but have you been to the, the healthcare line in in, 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 in in Canada? It's extremely long. You gotta wait like a week. And I said, yeah, but some people here that don't have no money in healthcare, they can't even go to the doctor, right? And in all these countries, their job do provide extra insurance, but in, healthcare should be free for everybody. I'm not saying you're gonna get the best care, but it should be. It shouldn't be like a, a, a free range to just charge the the, the 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 people of the country how much the fuck you want to charge them. Look at look at the guy that bought the insulin that you need, and he boosted to like three four hundred percent. This is not right, and and this is why they had a problem with Obamacare because it brings control 
to the healthcare system. And it's really out of control. Well, it makes it affordable. The price down. It's not affordable. It's not affordable. But, 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 remember, but remember what Obamacare, remember, if you, if you didn't have insurance, you got to remember yeah. what it did. It penalized people that didn't have it. Yes, but... Um, so it wasn't free. But, so if by 2010 you didn't have it, you were penalized when you went to go file your taxes. But but but, but who penalized it? But but the, but the original but the original plan that Obama had wasn't like that. The Republicans that had him watered the shit down to what it was. If you look at it, that's right. why they were like walking up. But but what he wanted, he signed it. He signed it, but he had no choice. He just wanted to give something to the people that couldn't afford it. I'm, so I'm, then I'm, how, I'm, how effective is it if you just giving it to people? If if you didn't so get what you wanted, mean, why cave? Because people started paying yeah, out no. the ass. And, and remember, it went up for every year you didn't have it, it multiplied. But 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 Obamacare, right? I'm not saying it's the best, and I'm not saying I want that, but I do want universal free health care. Even if it's not Obamacare or not, I don't care about Obamacare. If everybody plays their part, it's enough. If it's the, the rich, every person plays a role and give what they earn and just Right, instead of being greedy and ho and hoarding all the fucking money to yourself, and just it could be a better society. England proved it, Canada proved it. It'll make it. And because the government don't want to pay this much, maybe dieting, maybe the food they bring in would be healthier, right? Maybe because I remember not having healthcare, Jay. I, I used to work at Kmart, right? I didn't have healthcare. I had a rash on my hands from wearing somebody else's gloves. I went to see a dermatologist. The dermatologist told me it was $200 just to see him, right? And just to run a test on me. So just by me seeing a dermatologist, I, had, I would have had to pay um, like $500. And I'm working at Kmart. I, don't, I make like $100 and something a, a, a week. I don't have that, right? And, and I just went to a pharmacy around the hood and I said, man, I got a rash on my hand. And he said, you'll take this. And I had to just chances outside, right? Because I had no insurance. Insurance is definitely needed, man. All of all the powerfulest nations in the world provide it. But I feel like we are the greed is just so much. Like the doctors want too much money. It's, it's too much to keep you sick. It's too the FDA, everybody's gonna take a hit the rich. So they would never give it to us, but it should be. Yeah. So so do you think it's that or do you think we should crack down on the pharmaceutical industry, which is really where the where the fucking criminals are? I mean, the pharmaceutical companies—that's where the um criminals are, and the healthcare too. Yeah. <laughs> just because if, if I don't have insurance, but if I don't have insurance, I have insurance, so I could walk into the doctor and pay my fifteen dollars for the copay, and and you know what I'm saying. But I know guys that don't. I I got one friend that I work with at other job. He doesn't. He didn't see the doctor for fucking for four years. No, look, I, I believe it is a human right, but, you know, at what cost, right? I think that's the point you, you, you're making here is, you know, at what cost? You know, I, I do believe it's a human right. No, no person should be on this earth suffering from, from what they, you know, from not being able to see a medical professional. But, you know, to your point, how much are they, how much are they charging? How much are they overcharging? And then, you know, something? go ahead. Can I add something real quick? Um, there are a lot of things because healthcare is so profitable in this country. There are a lot of things that have been put 
under that umbrella that if it was universal health care, I don't think those things would still be under that umbrella. And, you know, people would have to find other ways to, to finance those services. Um, like, uh, Little Debbie. Huh? <laughs> Little Debbie. As <laughs> simple as you take it. That's, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's, McDonald's. Simple as you take it, McDonald's will be affected. Because the government got to come out of pocket. So it would never be, it's too capital, capitalistic for us to have health care. It won't, it, it would never be granted. All right, let's bring LT the voice in. I mean, ain't nothing free. If that do happen, something else is going to cause. It's a cause and effect for everything. So if everybody do get free health care, something something else is going to happen. Prices might go up on certain things. They might raise the price up on on. Of course, of course, um, the fare is gonna go up, the train fare, you know, like the bus fare, that's gonna go up. Gas might end up going up. They gotta put that money back some kind of way if everybody gets free healthcare. I agree with it, but something is gonna have to give, and that's my take on that basically. Because everybody said basically everything, all in a lump sum, you know. But something else is gonna have to give. The copay may be higher when you go get your medicine. Something. Something is going to is a cause and effect. That's my that's my take on that. Okay, Ryan Bars, <clears throat> why you think free healthcare is not um, something that Americans get that all Americans get? I mean, <clears throat> like we was just talking about, you know what I mean? It's too. It's too much, you know, risk, you know what I mean? Like far as, you know what I mean, what would have to be implemented after we get free healthcare, you know what I mean? Like we don't know what would happen, whether they raise taxes, you know, whether they take away, uh, you know, grants from, from, from schools, you know what I mean? Or scholarships, you know what I mean? It'd be something good that we would have to exchange for free health care. So that's probably one of the reasons why we don't have free health care. Right. World talk. <clears throat> yeah. Why you think Americans don't have free health care? Because um like, like like a couple of brothers were saying, it's it's the cost of it. Like like who's who's gonna foot the bill? Cause doctors, I'm not going to school for 20 years to get um the same pay as everybody else. And it's definitely the chemists, the scientists, the mad scientists that works in these pharmaceutical companies that are making all the, the high power drugs, you know, how they gonna get paid, right? If everything is free. So um it's a big, it's a business at the end of the day. And even how um, you could take it to the FDA and the, the honey buns getting imported to England and all that because all, all this stuff is not 
the, all the stuff that we intake, a lot of the stuff, majority of stuff that's out here given to us to eat is going to have us in the healthcare system so they can make more money off of us. So it's like, you can't fuck up the system. You know what I'm saying? Because if they give it free, then like, you, if something's going to, they're going to shut down McDonald's. There's not going to be a McDonald's on every corner because they know more people eat McDonald's, the more people come into the doctor. And if it's free, then that's too much money being shelled out. So that's what that's that's my take on that. Like what the hell to get the way say. All right, Mr. Wallace, your thoughts. <laughs> Somebody agree with me. I mean, we, we're still diving deep into that point. Yes, sir. Um, then I would say, yeah, but also on the other side, right? Like look at all the surgeons. Right, like all the plastic surgery that goes on, right? Like they they're not that's it's the same level of insurance wouldn't be there for a lot of these things. I mean, but then also think about it, right? Like how far technologically, like like the advances we made medically would we make without it being privatized? Right. So if you know everybody made a Zyrtec or 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 like a or an allergen, right? And every, everybody made like this medicine that, that helped you with allergies. If there was no competition to see who could make a better one or a quicker one or one that does more, then we wouldn't be where we are now. Right? If it was just, you know, this is take what the government gives you. But 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 look at the um the pandemic that we just had, right? Just I'm not, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, you good. If, 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 if there was a private organization that did the um, coronavirus and they got it, how much would it cost if the government wasn't getting that? Would it be free? How much would it cost? Who would be able to get it if it was privatized? If it was privatized, then no, we wouldn't be able to get it. Yeah, it'd be too much money. Exactly. So maybe the, so, but, but I'm not saying that the government should completely overtake the whole industry. But when the government is a part of it, it makes it more fair. Well, but what would be the incentive though, is what I'm saying is, right? So what would be the incentive? So say even with the corona thing, right? The government was like, yo, with the with the free health care, this is the this is the the vaccine we got. You know, it's it's 76% effective. But there's no other company out there. There's like, you know, you know, we got to think if this is universal health care, all of these privatized medical companies are gone. No, but no, no other I, company I, out there trying to make a 99% or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. But no, but, no, but Moderna, Moderna, but Moderna and Pfizer is a, is a, is a private organization. But this is what I'm and saying. If we had but, universal health care, Moderna and Pfizer wouldn't be there because there would be no. No, but there would be. There. No, there would be because there would be. No, it would wouldn't. just be. Yes, it would. Why? Why would I? Why if the if the government is offering universal health care, why would I open a medical company? Because the government pays people. You just won't get overpaid. The degree. Then, then I would be. Then I would be the government's research facility, or I'd be the government's medical. But the government. But the government. The government will flip the bill. It's like when people have Medicaid. Medicaid is through the government, but the hospital is still private. But the government pays people. 
but you can't rip the government off. It's like when you have insurance. All right, what I'm saying, what right? I'm if, saying, if, if, but, no, but if I go saying, to the but Joe, yeah. Joe, 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 hear me, hear me, hear me out, hear me. Out. I think just you know dive a little deeper. Any brothers, you know, t- chime in if y'all think I'm bugging you. <laughs> but if there's universal health care, yeah, and I own a company like Pfizer, yeah. I can't have a company like Pfizer because everything I do would be under the government because the government is offering the health care. So there would be no profit in opening a medical company if the government offering universal health care. When you have universal health care, it don't mean that's the only health care for land. You do have, because some people don't want the free health care, right? Some people want the private. So it was uh, private will always be there. Private would be, it'll always be there because some people, like it's like private school, it's like public school, right? You still have private school. Private school might cost more, but you still have it. But that, but that's a, like, just, just because you have governmental funded program don't mean everybody wants to go to a government funded program. But it, you would still be able to do private, like in other countries. Like you would yeah, still be able to have that's work. A good point. You you would still be able point. to have. That's a very good point. Yeah, you still have it. I you was not thinking it. like that. I was thinking yeah. like, yo, everybody is now stuck with whatever the government is given. No, no, it'd always be public and private, but it'd just be for like the poor people, basically people in the hood that can't afford it. They'd be able to go to the doctor. But then that's, that's not the point of universal health care. No, but everybody could use it. The only only people that are going to take advantage of universal health care are poor people or impoverished people. Yes. Then then what's the point of having it? Then you should just call it poor people health care. It's not universal health care. I mean, it should be be the same, you know, it should be comparable to the health care that, you know, the millionaires are getting. It should be, you know, everybody can get it. If it's universal, then it's not just for poor people. If we're saying, yo, we're going to give you, you know, the shittiest thing. You see what I'm saying? Like if, I no, but if, everybody, we had, if we put out universal health care, we would have to make it so that everybody would feel like, okay, we're getting ample health care for, you know. No, no, but everybody would get it, Mr. Wallace. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It's like the, the, the rich people, right? They don't want their kids to mix with the poor. But if rich people want to go to, to public school, they can. But some people, like if, if, if I'm rich, and everybody, universal, you can just walk in there, you just get treated and you leave, right? But I don't want to be with the poor people. So I'm going to pay, I'm still going to pay my money to be with the rich doctors, to be away from them. But it just gives you the option. Universal means everybody can use it. But some people, when you've got the funds, you don't have to use it. But you okay, could. Okay, see, I'm can. thinking more like, more like airports, right? Yeah. Like, nigga, you got to travel, you got to go to an airport. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter you rich, you poor. I mean, they have private airports for, for, for you know, rich people. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but it just, it, just, it just guarantees that anybody could go to the doctor and get it. But maybe you don't want to mix with the poor folks because you got a great-ass job with great insurance. You know, because it'll still be it'll still be public. It'll still be I private. You insurance. just keep saying poor folks, man. It's not poor folks. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's poor folks. <laughs> If we do have universal health care, right, and I got insurance, I'm not going to go and I'm not going to go to the regular public hospital because I can afford better. But you won't <laughs> right? need insurance, though. But you won't need insurance. That's the whole thing. Like everybody got insurance, right? That's the whole thing. 
Like, yeah, like, no, okay, but some so, people. So, so, if, so if the the poor man is paying six hundred dollars a month for his universal health care, and the rich man is paying six hundred dollars a month for his universal health care, which they have to pay because it's you know they're providing the money for universal health care. Yeah. Shouldn't they? I mean, like, you know, why? If, even if I'm a rich dude, if I'm paying six hundred dollars for this shit every month, yeah, I want. I'm gonna want to take. No, but you gotta look at it though. But yeah, the line might be long. The line, the line is gonna be crazy long, right? Everything is gonna be longer. Maybe it's not up to par. So it's a lot of. It's gonna be like it's like a public schools, right? Certain public schools in certain areas where the where the where the taxes higher are fucking great, right? And when the tax taxes is low, it's like it's shitty. But that's you know. But then that goes to how you divide the funds when. It comes to that, right? Yes, but this is what I'm saying. Even as a rich person, right? Yeah. You know what? We're going on a tangent, yo. I don't even want to take over this fucking project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My bad, boy. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. Um. Jay Boogie. What's What's the question again, Ma? Because Joe Joe was going crazy. I know. <laughs> Why you think it's not um free, basically? Um, it, it's, it, it's costly to the government and anything that costs the government, they're just, they're probably just not going to do it. That's just the way the government operates. And, you know, even back to the point they were just talking about, you look at when somebody goes to court, right? If you could get a public defendant versus a paid, uh, a paid defendant, there's a difference in the outcome typically on what you will see. And I think that's the same difference with healthcare. And so as much as we don't want to think that universal healthcare means, it equates to people that are in a in a lower class. That's exactly what universal health care is. It's for people that 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 can't afford it, but you're gonna get you get what you pay for, right? Ultimately, like it's it's like any other product that you pay for. You pay top dollar for a good product, and then if you go cheap route, you get a cheap outcome. And to me, that's the same difference with, with universal health care. All right. Um, universal is the catchword that they try and use. That universal, everybody kind of latches onto the word universal. But at the end of the day, who's really using universal healthcare? Well, I mean, maybe the poor people. I, 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 right. I would exactly. if, if I if I get fired from my job and I go off a bit and I don't have insurance and my kids are sick. I mean, I would use it. Yeah. If 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 right. If this circumstance happens, but, then I would no, but, use but, it. But if it's a reality, because even in the pandemic, right? A lot, even in the pandemic. Sure. A lot of people lost their jobs. Sure. So if if it's not, if a lot of people are not working right now, the unemployment, the unemployment rate is crazy right now. A lot of people don't have um, health insurance. So it's a possibility well, for a lot of people. Well, that's that's, that's not true. Um, because the unemployment rate is at the lowest it's been in over 50 years. So that's not true. And so, you know, when you look at those numbers, again, unemployment is not that high. But there are millions in the doubles, in the 20 million worth of people that are affected by this. And yes, we look at 20 million as a lot of people. But when you look at the big picture writ large, it's really not a lot of people. But it still affects us because we're in a community in which it's being affected. So that's why we see it and we feel it the most because it's it's in communities in which we live. If but that makes al sense. Also, with the unemployment numbers, it's like if 
yes, you can be employed, but if that job cannot pay you enough to pay your bills, you're still going to be struggling. So they can mark that you're, that you're, that you're employed, right? Even, even people like Walmart, right? They have part-time employees. They can say you're employed, but a part-time job ain't, ain't, ain't paying no bills. That's not paying no mortgage, but you're still employed. And a lot of people that's on unemployment uh, do have jobs, right? Because Melissa worked for the, the, the welfare department. A lot of people with jobs are on welfare because the job don't pay them enough. So I'm sure if you're on welfare, then you can get healthcare. So I'm not saying that a lot, of, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going for the unemployment rate. I'm just going for, if it's 20 million Americans out of a job, then it's 20 million America that doesn't have insurance. So 20 million American lives shouldn't just be like, you know, whatever y'all broke, get out of diet. Yeah. So no matter what the unemployment rate is, it's a lot of, it's millions of people without a job that need insurance. You know, I remember man, when I was working low wage, you can, I couldn't even afford insurance, even if I had a job, nigga. So who foots that bill? That's the question here, right? Who foots the bill? But okay, somebody is going to pay for universal health care. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying for universal health care. All right, so you see where that little um what do they take out of your taxes for Medicaid? What is that? I, I never look at my paycheck. What, what, what part of your taxes goes to Medicaid? From from what? From like your 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 taxes. What, what part of your taxes goes to Medicaid? Medicaid is like you know free, right? Or for people, yeah, every, Medicaid is, yeah. yeah, probably like five hundred bucks every paycheck. Okay, so for universal health care, that would probably be like fifteen hundred bucks a paycheck. But see, but this is the problem I'm trying you know to make. Right? Like I think if they if they did that, if they offered universal health care, everybody would just be paying a lot more. Right. But it shouldn't be just the middle class, right? Like everything, not just the middle like, class, the, the, it's everybody. No, no, the middle class no, but, is the, the most. Yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm saying the poor, the, the poor people that's not working, they don't get, and that's, and that's on welfare, they don't pay taxes, right? Um, the, 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 the wealthiest people in the world, they don't pay taxes. So everything is basically from the middle class, the lower middle class, the higher middle class, right? It shouldn't be one group of people responsible for paying for everything. Yeah, but with universal when, healthcare, I think everybody would be kind of affected the same way. Like it's like I think they do it off a percentage. So if you're, I, you know, if you're a millionaire, you gotta pay thirty percent. You gotta pay thirty percent. Like just like you know, the one person makes a hundred thousand dollars, the person makes ten thousand dollars, the person who makes you know a million dollars, you gotta pay thirty percent. And the person that makes a billion dollars should too, but they yeah, don't. Yeah, everybody you gotta pay thirty percent. <laughs> universal healthcare. But, but, I think it's percentage based. Yeah, but it would make the world a better place. And it would make a lot of kids healthier. It'd be a lot better. We would also decentralize a lot of things. I mean, then I wouldn't get but so rich, right? Like I don't want to accumulate a lot of money so I can give half of my earnings away. I mean, you got to think about it from the not I'm from the I'm not poor side, Joe. You know I mean, like think about this. I, I do, year, right? As a someone who has no, like earned like you know eight hundred thousand dollars this year, you want somebody to be at the end of the year, yo, you earned eight hundred thousand dollars this year, Joe. We gonna need three hundred fifty. Give me that. But that's what. But that's what I get right now. That's because I look at my paycheck and I'm like, what the fuck? But I, I experience that every every two weeks. <laughs> 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 yeah. Bro, you, 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 we 
So yo, I can't, I can't not with you, yo, yo, man. I like, I love fucking with Joe. Man. I love talking to you, Joe. No, that's he a hundred percent right. That's a hundred percent right. All right, so let me move along. LT, your voice. You got anything to add to this? Nah, nah. I'm good. I'm good. We're gonna keep it flowing because my battery's dying. All right. All right. All right. So, Ryan Bars, um, how would free health care affect the Black community, if at all? I mean, I think it'll, it'll, well, right now, I think the Black community, we, you know what I mean, either working, you know what I mean, or we on welfare, or whether... You know, it could be disability, you know what I mean, social security income, whatever it may be. Uh, free health care would affect the black community because it, it would affect us positively because right now, I think the way people are being treated when they, when the doctors know they got Medicaid or Medicare, it's not the same when somebody's coming in with their uh, job uh, insurance. You know what I mean? So I think the treatment of the people that come in with the, you know what I mean, uh, you know, the free health care card, it would be different because everybody would have it. So it wouldn't be no discrimination. But whether, you know, the difference now is, you know, they know you you got free healthcare, so they treat you differently. You know what I mean? If if you could see that, you know what I mean. That's my take. World tour. How would free healthcare affect the black community? Well, <clears throat> the black poor community, not much, because they already got free healthcare, Medicaid, right? So like, and half of motherfuckers, like God Joe just said been four years, I know niggas who tripled that. They haven't been to the doctor and got Medicaid. They could go to the doctor no copay. Bingo. They go with no copay. And they still don't go. So exactly. it won't really, it won't really <laughs> work. That's, like, that's true. That's true. Status quo. But like, yeah. And like how uh, Rob was saying, it's, it's definitely a difference when you have private insurance. They know. You know what I'm saying? They know. They understand that. So uh, I feel like and when it's discrimination, that is going to be like you can, you can almost tell instantly when you see somebody if they fucking for the most part, they help you or not. They take care of themselves. Right? You can see. So like, as soon as you come in there, like I ain't going to front. It's some people you know, but I seen some people like I seen some people skin glowing. They look like they just hopped out of the fucking fountain of youth. You heard? Like, and some of that stuff could be, you know, some of that stuff could be, you know, um, all the surgery and all that other shit, extra shit they be doing. But a lot of it is all those green drinks, and you be seeing you be seeing people thinner than skinniest motherfuckers in the world still running there, right? So, but to go back to the question, 
I don't think it'll change too much because people like we got the liquor stores that we got Chinese stores, chicken spots in the hood, right? Favorite two, top two in the hood, Chinese and chicken spots. So as long as that's there, if you can eat that, you don't care shit about your health. <laughs> you, don't, you ain't worried about going to the doctor if you eat that every day. So I don't think it will help too much. That's my take. All right, Mr. Wallace. Um, how do I think universal health care would affect the black community? Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, um, I, I mean, I've just been reading through how other other countries are doing it. I just don't feel like we we can do universal health care. If we did, how would it affect us? I don't know if we'd be affected any differently than anybody else. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. If if I would say if we did like the nationalization road, I think that there are more like um, immigrants in our neighborhoods or closer to our neighborhoods. So I think that may affect our local economies. And as far as businesses being able to be open or being able to stay open. Um, but I think that'd be it. Jay Boogie. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a change, man. I mean, to, to World Tour's point, you know, so many people right now, and and, and for the record, I, I mean, I would say, you know, I mean, we 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 magnify um, the minority community, but there are more white people in this country on public assistance than there are black people, um, but they take advantage of it, right? You know, we talked a while back about maintenance of our bodies, and there are people within the in our communities in the hood that they have it right now, and yet they don't even go to the doctor unless something is wrong. So people don't even do preventive maintenance on their bodies as it is unless there's an ailment. And so I, I don't see a significant change if, if we do it. People don't go to the doctor as it is unless, you know, you've got a problem and then you go to the doctor. Um, and so I don't, even if we were to institute as a country, you know, free universal health care, it's no change um within our communities of of going to the doctors because people are afraid to go to the doctors we, we eat wrong we we do all types of shit to our bodies and nobody wants to hear bad news and particularly in our in our neighborhoods and so they just don't go man. they just they really don't and and that's a problem first and foremost um amongst so many levels that's a problem for us but i don't see a change a huge significant change at all play correct joe uh, in the words of the great Chris Rock, right? In Down to Earth. I don't know, y'all saw that? Down to Earth, he said, if you get shot in the head, you get a bed. If your head is bloody, where your buddy? I feel like that's where universal healthcare will, um, I think, it just, you know, it just, like, I remember um, one night when we was playing basketball, right? And we was all playing basketball. I'm not going to say the name of the person, but we was playing basketball and I did like a Tim Hardaway crossover, right? And 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 my man, I was them crossing over, pop pop, right? Fake news. And and he, and he had emergency, an emergency, and she went to go to the doctor, but they they woke him up and shit. You know what I'm saying? To 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 get his insurance card before they even treat him, depending on how they're gonna treat him. You get what I'm saying? And, and stuff like that. Like when I remember like, numerous times when I was in super super duper pain, and they would not. I had to call Melissa because I didn't have my phone. 
my, my arm. I had to call Melissa because I didn't have my health care spread. I think something was gonna, was gonna, I forgot what it was. I had real pain, right? And it wouldn't see me unless I have insurance. So I feel like it, it's not gonna change anything, but it'll just be better for our people just to, for them to see us, you know what I'm saying? What about you, LT The Voice? What was the question? How does free healthcare affect the black community? Um, like like Chaw like Chaw said, he hit it on the nose. We don't go to the doctor. We got free Medicaid, Medicare, and all that other stuff. We just don't go to the doctor on the regular to get checked out. Just something is is, is deadly wrong. So I agree exactly with Chaw. It's not it's not going to affect. It's not going to really make a change. Because we get in stuff and we take advantage of it. We don't use it to our best ability. So that's my take on that. All right. All right, Ryan Bars, we said when we get paid every every week of uh, tax deduction, they take out Medicaid. Why do we have to pay a copay if they taxing us money out of our paychecks every every time we get paid? I think that's just for the people that don't work. You know what I mean? We we paying for the people that don't have, you know what I mean, income. And you know what I mean? Uh, that's what uh, Medicaid and Medicare is really for. Like really Medicaid. Medicaid is for people that's like on welfare or they just maybe or might be on unemployment or something. The people that can't get insurance, that's the reason why we have to pay for them. And why and why is copay so high in your opinion? Oh man, I think they just getting us with that. You know what I mean? Like, cause it shouldn't be, you know, as high as it is. You know what I mean? But it's copay. I think copay is different for different people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I remember when I went to the doctor. Well, when I used to go to the doctor, uh, it was like $25, but now I go to the doctor, it's, it's $0 copay. So I'm just saying, you know. You got that good insurance. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah, copay, you know what I mean? It depends on your insurance and and like the people that uh have Medicaid and, and Medicare, I think they have to, they have to pay more than uh, people that have good insurance, like, you know what I mean? Like a, insurance from a job or something like that. All right, World Tour. Yo. Yeah, yeah what's your thoughts on that? Uh, can you um, repeat the question one time for me, my good brother? Why you think, why you think um, we, we have to pay co-pays when we get text out of our check every every week, every time we get paid, every pay period. Yeah, because yeah, you know, this, 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 this game we call life, I'm a big business. And, um, receptionists gotta get paid. The one coming in, check your temperature, gotta get paid. They gotta pay for those machines. Hey, there's, there's money flowing there every second of the day. So, of course, they gonna charge you. Because how much, you gotta think about how much everybody making per hour. So that's off top. I got to make that back 
off top. You know what I'm saying? And then everything else is going on, labor and all that. Yeah, because it's a business. So you got to pay. I understand that, man. And that's a lot of the things with the own, with the universal healthcare being free is like, it's not going to be free. Somebody going to pay. Somebody got to pay because you got to pay for the um, for people to work. People ain't going to work for free. So that's why that and whatever other reasons they want to make up. And for the most part, is that definitely because um, money makes everything else move. So they got to collect. That's my take on it. All right. Mr. Wallace. Um, well, yeah, just like everybody else, co-pays are just, they're just uh, the part of the car sharing, right? But I remember back in the day, if you paid, like there was, there was, I had this one job, I forget what job it was, but if you paid higher every month, then you don't have no co-pay. And maybe they still do that with some places? Can y'all get like higher insurance rates to, to avoid the co-pay? Uh, not yeah, me. they do. They do do, do that because I just recently uh, picked up a plan, and the more you pay, it's just like a car note. The more you put down, the less months, the more they're gonna charge you, but the less you know. Yeah, so yeah. I know like some people they get, they get hit heavy on the monthly. They don't gotta pay no copay. Uh, but that's the price. The car The piece of the pie you gotta pay, man. It's just a piece of the pie you gotta pay. Uh. Yeah. All right. I'm about to take on copay. All right, Jay Boogie. Yeah, man, it's a business. I mean, we're on the head, it's a business. And then, you know, at the end of the day, universal healthcare is nothing will ever be free. Like the price of freedom isn't free, right? Everything costs money. And so, I mean, to your point, you know, we pay into Medicare every month out of our paychecks to pay for those who don't work. That's what we pay Medicare for every month. Um, and, and so, you know, you hear the frustration from everybody like, damn, I look at my check and like, why the fuck am I paying all this money? Well, you pay for people that don't work. And so because you do and you have the ability to do it, it's non-negotiable and you will pay for it. And then you have those those, um, you know, those healthcare coverages where like Mr. Wallace and Warto was saying, if you pay into it, it, it equates to, you know, not having a copay when you go to the doctor. Um, I mean, look, when, when my wife and I had a baby in December. Uh, I mean, you know, I can't imagine what people without insurance pay in a hospital that don't have medical coverage. But I mean, my copay was $100. And it was like, okay, I, I could deal with that. But when I was on active duty, it was always $0. But now that I'm retired, you pay $100. And it's like, okay, I can deal with that. But to your point, you go back and look at your pay stub and you're like, damn, I'm paying this much money every month for what? And it's for those that don't work. You have to pay for those people. That's just the way this, this economy works. That's just the way the society works. Because everything is ramped up like 300 percent in the medical field. So say that again. I said everything is ramped up like 300 percent in the medical field. So you're saying that, that cost is on us. That's how we that's oh. why we pay. You know what I mean? Because I, mean, I know Joe's coming up next. So you're saying the rich people are getting richer. I mean, that's that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's why. That's why the, the white people, the white men, the white men getting rich. Not no no not the white man. Everybody's involved in this greedy shit, bro. It's not only the white man. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, everybody take advantage of everybody. No, but you know what it is? No, but my company I work for, right? My company I work for, 
I don't, I don't have a premium. I don't pay anything a month, right? And because of the company, and and they could have us pay, and they, I think they were going to have us pay, but we don't pay anything on our checks, right? The company pays for us, and I only have fifteen dollar copay. So by my company doing that, I don't see. I, I think again, it's just greed, and you know, it's just greed, bro. Because in my company, I don't have a premium. I don't have to pay anything. And I had people that worked for my job and they left. And when they left, it was like, damn, I didn't realize how good the insurance was because now I got to pay like $300 on my check a month for, for, health, for health insurance. And I got to pay like $20 copay or $50 copay. So I don't experience that. I never, you know, because I've been in since I was like 21. So I haven't experienced paying the, the, the premium. But I, I remember my mother used to pay and always complain. And every time we even sneeze, She'd be like, take your ass to the doctor. You know how much money they're taking on my check a month? But I, I believe it's the company as well. Because a, a lot of companies, to, to, to cut their cost of pay, they put it on the employer. So I think it's a corporate. Well, they have, they, have a way to, they, they choose which company they use to provide the health insurance. But it's that, the company, whoever's providing the health insurance. Yeah. Yeah, it, it depends on your company. Because like, like I said, I've been at my job since I was 21 and I never paid a premium. And I, I thank God for that. Like I think school teachers don't pay a premium. City workers and don't pay a premium. And government workers, I don't think. I don't think they pay the premium. I think it's the individual co privatized corporations that have the employees pay. So it goes back, I think, to greedy corporations. LT The Voice. Yeah, what was the question? Joe, hello? What was the question? Uh, Joe, let me know the question. Why do we have, why, why, why do we have to pay copay? Why, why, why does the um, copay have to be that high? Because everything ain't free. That's what, like, if you go get your medicine, you got to pay a copay because the medicine, the insurance don't cover the whole price of it. So maybe you make, depending on the medicine, you got to pay $2, a dollar. Or, you know, it depends on what medicine you get. And um, a lot of insurances, they, they have the copays because it's free. Like with Medicaid, you got you got a copay because you're getting free, free insurance. You're getting services done for free. And all that, so you got to pay something. Ain't nothing really free. That's my take on that. Okay. All right, uh, Ryan Bars. Uh, um, why do you think certain uh, places doesn't take certain insurances? Well, you know, they they look at it like. A, a screening out kind of thing, you know what I mean, to where they know they're getting paid the, the amount of money that they want to get paid versus what they're being provided by another insurance, you know what I mean? <laughs> they just screening out, you know what I mean, taking out the, the low-income people insurance versus the high-income people insurance. And they, they accept the high income people insurance versus the low income people insurance. So that's the reason why I think personally, that's my take. 
World Tour. World Tour, why do you think certain um certain doctor's office doesn't take certain um insurances? World Tour, we can't hear you. Get you right back. Um come back to me. All right. Mr. Wallace. Uh, what I think, I mean, it would, it would, can you hear me? All right, sure. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. All right, go ahead, then, Tor. Huh? Go ahead, boy. Um, you think certain 20s, insurance? Two twenties and one ten. Yeah, can um, yeah, my fault. Do the question for me one more time. Why do you think certain doctors' offices doesn't take certain insurances? Uh, because they want to wean, wean out the uh, the ones who's not paying top dollar, you know. Because like, if you got affordable insurance, Medicaid stuff like that, you're not gonna bid. They're not gonna approve certain certain um, things because it's a, it's a low pay rate. It's like a government standard type. Yeah. No, that's my take. That's why. It's a business decision. All right, Mr. Wallace. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with World Tour. It is a business decision. Um, you know, they choose insurance based on how much the insurance company is willing to to compensate them. Um, so yeah, I would say like like you'll notice that the chains. Uh, I ain't really noticed too many of them in New York, but out here there's like a lot of chains, right? So say you go to like a, a certain doctor. And, and um they have you know they'll accept like a wide range um because they can accept <laughs> they can take the little chump chain points but like the little mom and pop joints or private the private practices they can only accept a you know a certain few because the one that's paying the premium so yeah it's based on money and what they what they get what they can get i think that's why they deny certain insurances and accept others jay boogie yeah, I think, um, you know, ease of payment, man, is one of those things, right? These these hospitals and, and medical professionals know what companies they'll have issues with and what companies they won't have issues with. Uh, and so that's, to me, kind of how they, they pick and choose who they're willing to see quicker um, versus, you know, some of these smaller uh, insurance companies to include Medicare and Medicaid. It's obviously, you know, you got you to gotta give up your ribs to get money from Medicare and Medicaid for these companies. And so they want to get paid in a timely manner and it is all about business. And so at the end of the day, they know what companies will pay them quick and what companies won't. And I think that's how they really make the determination. All right, please correct Joe. Yeah, like, like what Jay and Mr. Wallace and everybody says, you know, it, 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 shitty companies, man. Some insurance companies are, are shitty companies and, and some doctor's offices are, are, are always shitty companies, right? Like, to get, not to get up the topic of what we're talking about, but like I have Car Shield, right? The one uh, Ice Cube used to say, Joy, now we cover your engine and your transmission, right? And I've been paying Car Shield for like a year. My transmission died. Car Shield said, 
this car share basically I went to to Nissan. Nissan says we don't like dealing with car share because car share never pays and car share give them a hard time and car share does everything to get out of it. So I guess it's the same thing with the insurance for your body, you know. Some insurance companies are just shitty. And 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 some doctor's office probably overcharge or, you know. So it just depends. But it's, it's also a business. That's the only reason it's business. All right. LT the voice. Um, for the answer to that question is because um some places just don't deal with that assurance. They they they're not um holding that car that card, so they won't mess with it because they ain't gonna get paid for them. So that's why, you know, certain doctors will take your um your coverage. You gotta just try to find out what doctors in the coverage. But all doctors stay the same um what's the word um, basically, primary, CP, yeah, and that, that, that's why that, that happens. All right, Ryan Boss, let's put a bow on this topic before we move on to the next one. Could you say that again? Let's put a bow on this, final take on this topic overall. Yeah, well, you know, I just feel like since we one of the greatest countries, you know what I mean, we should definitely have care for all of our citizens, you know what I mean, uh, no matter how much it would cost, you know what I mean, it should be a thing that we have in this country. That's my take. All right, world tour. Yeah, my take is it's it's. That shit is um it's more complicated than I think than we all could like fathom type shit, man. Cause it's a lot of moving pieces and somebody's gonna foot the bill, like like how Mr. Wallace said earlier, is gonna like those up no no um PC Joe said it. These other countries they tax harder, right? So so something gotta give, but like no, I think Mr. Wallace said that. Oh Mr. Wallace said, Oh my bad, I'm about to start another debate with y'all too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's but yeah, they tax harder, so somebody got to foot the bill, and you know, people might not like that. <laughs> so definitely for me, footing the bill for somebody who don't want to work, we be doing enough of that already. But you know, that shit is deep, man. Of course, I would want everybody to have health care, but that shit is deeper than just everybody just having health care. That's my tip. Right, Mr. Wallace. Uh, yeah, I think um, one our country is is very big. Uh, so in order to, to even attempt to do that, I think um that the term universal will become a lot smaller, right? Um, and then what we're thinking now, I think that you know we have to. Like Jay, you would know. Like, what are some citizens? You know, I don't want to bring that into it. I, I think it would be very hard to uh, to accomplish. I think it's doable, um, but it would be extremely hard and extremely expensive. All right, um, Jay Boogie. What was the question, Mark? Sorry. Um, this is we just wrapping it up on this topic. So it was like finally take on this topic. Yeah, man. I mean, to to everybody's point, I think. 
universal healthcare sounds good on the surface, um, but there are a lot of costs associated with it to to other people, to other working class citizens. And I think it's it's almost uh, unattainable um, at this point because there are so many. It, it, again, twenty million is not a lot of numbers of people that that are unemployed, but for the people that are working, you will foot the bill uh, regardless if you want to or not. And that's not even optional, right? The government doesn't give you that option to not pay Medicare. And so, you know, we look to the government to provide universal health care, which means it's going to be a cost associated with it to you even deeper than what you're paying right now. All right, play correct, Joe. Yes, sir. I mean, I feel like we should have free health care across the board, right? Like, we should have free health care because we're like, we're the greatest country in the world, right? And France have free health care, Germany have it, um, Sweden, United Kingdom, everywhere, China, Japan, Denmark, right? Canada, Italy, Iceland. I know we're better than them. So why can't we have it? So it should be free if all these other countries, Greece, Everybody have free healthcare. Why can't we get it if we're better than them? Because they're smaller. They're I mean, smaller it's they're... And, and they're more. And this is what I'm saying. That's what I was going to ask Jay. You know what? No, this no, no, no. We're trying to wrap this topic up. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'll wrap it up. That, that, no, no. That, that, that's what I'm. That's my wrap up. Is if we're in the number one, we're better than all these countries, right? Why don't? Why do all these countries provide? Universal healthcare, we don't, we can't. That's just a question just to throw out there. That's, that's how I want to wrap it up. Because we're number one, so we should have, this is something that we should have. If every one of our allies and stuff happens. Uh, Mr. Wallace, go ahead, answer your question. We'll wrap, we'll, we'll wrap it up after, I got LT the voice after this, so go ahead. I, yo, Jay, what services, you would know better than me, but what services are limited to US citizens? Um, as far as healthcare? Any. So, so, so first of all, like anything that's, that's cosmetic, um, anything that's like emergency type things is, is limited to us. But when, when you talk about those European nations and, and the fact that they have, uh, you know, healthcare that's free to their citizens, uh, the first point that Mr. Wallace made is that they're way smaller than we are. But we also spend money on other things in this country, um, like defense, like you know, uh, government assistant programs where those countries don't provide those things, so they have the money to throw towards it because their numbers are a lot smaller, and they also like you know, to to from my experience, right, they don't have militaries that can protect them, and so they don't invest in those types of defense type things. This is why you see what's going on in Europe right now, where they're looking towards to lean on America because America invests a ton of money probably about $600 billion a year into the Department of Defense, whereas these countries don't do that. So they would rather spend the money on healthcare than the, than the protection of their own nation. And so th that's why they are able to do that. And they don't put the money towards all of these other programs. What we do in America, we put money towards all of these things, whereas those European nations don't do that. So, let, me, let, me ask, let me ask, are there any any program that are specific to America, like, yo, if you're an American citizen, you, you, only, you can only get this if you're an American citizen. Um, I don't know the answer to that right now. Um, no, but no, I, no. It, it, I can't answer that. No, no. They it, aren't, it, it's, right? It, it, no, but it, it's to um, whoever paid taxes, right? 
Like if you're no, illegal, no, 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 no. It's not to ever pay taxes. Not to ever pay taxes, though. Don't, don't no, but that's what it's for. It's for you know, where you want to go. I'm asking: Are there any services that are strictly for? You know, I'm gonna just Google it real quick. Are there any services strictly for American citizens? I don't think so. Boom, and that's what it is right there. Because because UK offers um England has 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 universal health care, but you have to be a citizen of like the UK. You can't be visiting. You can't be you know whatever. Like you got to be a citizen. We would have to no, start. But- this what I'm saying. That universal number would have to like mine it down. It's not who pays taxes. You can live in the country on a visa and pay taxes. But if you're not a citizen, you don't get access to free healthcare in England today. But if you're a citizen, you're born there. You you're from England. You get free healthcare. As far as basic- no, because you could you could be you could be a, 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 a you could be a naturalized citizen and get healthcare from there in England. But my thing is um, yeah, but because but, but now you're a citizen. But this is what I'm saying. Like, look how many people you got here that aren't citizens, but they work and they pay taxes, but they're not citizens. So without being a citizen, you cannot have access to these things. And you know, to, to, to Jay's point, we're so broad, we don't limit anything to our citizens alone. Outside of what we'll do for you if you get caught outside of this country. That's in odd. this country, all of our services are, are available to everybody. Which makes us, which sets us apart from everybody else. But which all, which also would we can never offer universal health care because of that reason. No, I don't feel like I don't feel like that's true. I feel like if you pay taxes, right, it should like, it, it should be universal. Like if you're if you have the right to be here, so if you and, don't pay taxes, then what? No, you pay taxes. But what I'm saying is, when it comes no, to no, the no, universal, no, no, you don't pay taxes. You don't pay taxes. You, I was like, yeah, so if you don't pay taxes, then what? You was like, nah, you pay taxes. No, nah, you don't pay taxes. Let's say you don't pay taxes. You a scammer, nigga. You don't pay no taxes. No, it should be for everybody, bro. It, it, it's more than enough. Like, the prices are too high. Like, and I feel like that's what universal healthcare brings. It brings balance. So the government that have flipped the bill, the, the prices won't be that high. Right? So maybe it could be more affordable if we have universal healthcare because it would bring balance. That's why the health... Industry hated the Obamacare like that because they had to lower. The You're price. saying to do it to everybody, not not just to citizens, but to everybody who pays tax. That's what you're saying. I mean, no. If you if you have to, over 87 million Americans in 2020 did not pay their taxes. So would they still be entitled? Yeah, it's for the it's, it's for it's 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 for the better of America, bro. Yo, you ain't answering the question, know, though, Jay. I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah, it should be available for everybody. So if you didn't pay your taxes, but you are you didn't pay your taxes, yes, you, you should still yes. get health care. Yes. So then that yeah, because, your first point that anybody that pays taxes should have access to it. So you saying even if I don't pay my taxes, I still have access to it. So what's the cutoff point? But but I mean, even if you say it's it's limited to American citizens or whatever, but it should be available. It should be available to Americans. It should. Even if, even if you put it like that, yeah, it should be. Yeah, should I would be agree with that. But then, but then it should but be that's available. not, you know, but that's not universal of America. 
And I mean, there are a whole lot of people living in this country that are not official American citizens. So, you know, and then you can't say universal. You can say, you know, American healthcare. Right, and that would be yeah, the American healthcare system. Yeah, if you're an American citizen, I think you should. But that that takes out a lot of people in this country. Now, let me ask you, Jay, you can fight for this country without citizen. Is that correct or no? Yeah, that, that is correct. Do I have to be a citizen to sign up for the armed? Nope. I do have to be a citizen to sign up for the armed forces. No, you don't have to be. No? You don't have to be a citizen to, to, to join the military. A lot of people join the military to become a citizen. Boom. No, but but the thing is, you could be an American. You could you could sign up for American citizen without joining the army, right? You could you could. There's a lot of things you pay taxes, right? Yeah, you gotta pay taxes. I'm saying you still, you still got so. So should but it you be? You not have access to that healthcare system because you're not a citizen. But it should it should be for everybody. If I mean, if you. If you're an immigrant, right, and you do pay taxes, it should, and you're a permanent resident, or you should. But but see, this is what I'm saying. Like Australia went through ten years of, of negotiation with this. Out, if you're not, it won't work like that, bro. It's it's unstable. It will not work. That's why they. I mean, but how's it? But 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 England. But England is like that because I I, I had a, um, a cousin that went to England and he got sick and he saw the doctor for free. No, 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 so no, England no, no, no. England, but England, what I'm saying England, is it England, England is like that, but they don't, but he doesn't have access to everything. I just read it, bro. They have, yo. Yeah, but, but, but they will see. Are, I'm not saying. I'm, England, if you are, I mean, don't come to Europe. You're a citizen of England. You have access to everything. If you come there and you like say something happens or you get sick, yes, they will treat you to a certain point. But you do not have access to the whole healthcare system. No, I don't. I'm not going to say you have access. Like you have a like they're going to give you, you cure, cure cancer and shit because we be running across England the border to get you know cancer treatment. But for I'm minor saying. things, nah. yeah. But for minor things, they you should be able to 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 get it with minor things like basic needs. You know what I'm saying? Like just basic. Yeah, yeah. Like you can have. Yeah. But we yeah. should have free basic. And even if you do get sick with cancer and stuff like that in England, or you still gotta come out your pocket, but you just don't gotta come out your pocket with like thousands of dollars. Yes, but they're, but they're able to do that because everyone else pays. Like they're able to offer that because everyone who's not a citizen pays. But yeah, everybody pays. That's what I'm saying. But that's why they're able to do that. But, but you know, but I feel like if that's a part for only American citizens, only shouldn't American citizens pay for that? But all right, all right. If it's universal health, everybody <laughs> is already every, every citizen is already paying. Everybody that works there, everybody that's paying taxes is paying taxes that go to that healthcare system. Only yeah, the fund that citizens. Let me finish. Only the citizens get to take part. Get to take it. Take advantage of that healthcare system, but everybody that's working is paying into it. So because of that, yes, the the minor infraction that you may suffer, not being a citizen, yes, will take care of you to a certain point because everybody that's working is paying into that system. However, the main healthcare system is for the citizen. So because everybody is paying that's working is paying into it, and they're not citizens, yes, we have the additional funds and additional resources to treat. The minor infraction here and there, but we're not 
treating everybody for everything. We're only treating the citizens for everything. But then that's creating loopholes. That's creating loopholes. And, and I always have an issue with loopholes, right? I feel like it should be universal for everybody. Like, if, if, if you're an illegal immigrant, maybe, maybe not, right? Just to, but if you're paying taxes, I'm not, I know what you're saying. If you're paying taxes and you're working and you're helping to, to, to create funding for this program, why shouldn't you be a part of it if you're here the right way and you're you paying into it? Because you're not a citizen. Why not? Because you're not a citizen yet. That's why. But, but I mean, I mean so, the thing is, because it won't work without that. Because nobody, you can't grant the same the same level of services to everybody and make it affordable. That's why. Especially in America, bro. You think about America, this is, I mean, people come here in droves. Every culture has had has you know said every culture has, that, that's here has started from the bottom. It's coming in droves, man. But but it won't it won't happen, and I'm gonna tell you why, right? Mm -hmm. Because the reason it happens in other countries is because they are small. You know I mean Icelanders are full of Icelanders, Greenlanders are full of Greenlanders. You know what I'm saying? Like like Australia yeah, no, is full no, of Australians. Nobody American goes to Greenland to get their life better. <laughs> No, but it, it, it won't happen because I'm gonna be I'm gonna tell you why because the the right and and the people of drones that's coming in here right or the immigrants that 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 the good immigrants that America wants to come in here right that's the drones so you have a lot of majority of, of immigrants that come here is from is from Ukraine and and, and Russia and, and these countries right and they and they and, and and these are white people that's coming here right so these are the people that you're going to deny health care for the white people the white race I, mean, I, don't, I don't mean to be race but these are the majority of people like the majority of immigrants that come to the u.s are from i think latin mexico and the rest are like from germany ukraine these countries so uh so you think america gonna um and Israel, big American gonna not feed, not, not provide healthcare to these people, and they're providing um, millions and millions of dollars into the economy. If they wanna be paying taxes for universal healthcare. Just a thought. All right. All right. Thank you so much. LT the voice broke down for a minute, so we'll be able to wrap that up. All right. So we're moving on. All right. Um, Financial control. How can you better um, control your finances? What ways can you do that? Um, Ryan Bars. Um, I say, you know, it'd be better to stop trusting these banks, man, because these banks be acting like they be saving you money, but they really be taking all your money in the long run. You know, I think you should put your money in like, uh, you know, CD accounts and invest your money and, you know, save your money yourself, you know what I mean? Because with the fees, the hidden fees that these banks be charging people and the overdraft fees and so on and so forth, you losing more money than you're gaining when you're trying to save with banks. 
So that's my advice. World tour. Yo. You can better uh, control your finances. That's a tough one, man. It's a tough one because uh, I could, I just, I just know with more money, it definitely comes more problems. Definitely, if you want to hold on to it, but um, you gotta, you gotta be, uh, you gotta be. Well, there's an old saying: you at least gotta have three incomes. At least you want to have three incomes. You know, you gotta, uh, you know, all of us had jobs, whatever the case may have jobs. So we work for our money, but we also gotta have a couple of in, a couple of streams that the money is working for us. You know, investing. You know, Joe PC Joby in there with a whole shitload of investment advice and shit like that. You know, the whole crypto uh, wave is all that. But uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, uh, one thing Mr. Wallace was telling me about a minute ago. Um, I forgot the term, but uh, he know what I'm talking about. You know, your money worked for you, but it's tough, man, because I can't, I can't, me personally, I can't sit up here and give financial advice knowing my finances be up, down, and around the corner, you heard? So, like, I'm trying to figure it out still to this day. Only thing, I, uh, a little off note, but it's a self, something, uh, it's a self app that they got that builds your credit. And um, I've been doing that. It's like a susu. So like, it's like you get a loan, but it's, it's not, you don't never get the loan. So you say if you get a loan for $1,000 and you're just paying it back every month and it builds your credit. It's a good credit booster because my shit was like, when I moved to Georgia, probably my shit was like five something. Right now my shit, 7-Eleven. So it's like a little things like that that help boost your finances. But um. And you know, susus. Me and Mr. Wallace were talking about that earlier. There's so much things out there, but I can't really pinpoint the key to life. If I had it, I would have been to him, John. You're, that's about to. <laughs> All right, Mr. Wallace. The question: How do we control our finances? Yes, sir. That's a fucking uh, hard one. Um, Uh, hmm. How do we control our finances? Well, first, I would say, you know, don't focus on what you're making. Focus on what you're keeping, right? Um, one thing I would say: if you're not, if you're not, if you're not making money, you're spending money. You know I mean, that's for everything. If you're not making money, you're not spending time making money. Then you're spending time spending money. I mean, you're doing one or the other. So think about how you're spending your time. You know what I mean? If your time is spent without doing things that are productive, that, are, that can make money, or without trying to educate yourself so you can make more money, then you, know, you need to switch up what you're doing with your time um, so that it can be making you more money, at least in the long run, if not in the short run. Uh, Lower your bills, lower whatever you got going out. You know what I mean? Try to keep, that's what I'm saying. It's not about what you make, it's about what you keep. Um, just try to focus on 
learning how to keep money. And then I think you can focus on learning how to grow it. But I think the first step is learning how to keep money, uh, which in this, this day and age is it's hard because, you know, everything is external is in front of your face all the time. But yeah, I would say try to focus on what you keep and try to focus on how you're spending your time. All right, Jay Boogie. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> as far as your finances is, uh, first and foremost is always education, right? Um, I think too often, um, you know, in our community, we know how to Google, um, you know, when the next pair of Jordans are coming out and when these next, you know, designer things are coming out, but we don't take the time to, to educate, right? Um, and right now at this point in, within our community, there are folks that can help us uh, to become better. Um, but we have to absolutely self-educate as we self-educate on so many other things. Uh, you got to learn how to educate yourself on money. Uh, the other part about it is you got to pay yourself before you pay your bills. I mean, I, I wholeheartedly believe in that, that pay yourself first and then you pay everything else. And the other part about it is I will tell you, and I said this a long time ago, um, is that you can either invest or you could spend, right? And if you spend your money and your time, you get nothing back. But if you invest, there's always a return and then you can take that and, 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 and replicate what you just did and get a return on your investment when you invest. And so your time is precious. And we always hear you know, the, the terminology that time is money and it couldn't be further from the truth that, that time is absolutely money. And so how you choose to spend your time is an investment for your future. And so you either invest or you spend and you got to choose which one you want to do. You want to either get a return or you want to continue to spend. Me personally, I like to see a return um, and then try and continue to absolutely, you know, help educate others as well as learn from others, too, because you don't know everything because we didn't grow up that way, learning these types of things. And so, I mean, amongst us, you know, we have all grown uh, and learned a lot of things as it relates to finances, investments and stocks, et cetera, et cetera. And we got to, you know, we got to make sure we teach each other, but you got to invest your time uh, in trying to learn to get better uh, on finances. Um, and that's, I'll leave it at that. All right. Here come a seminar. Play correct. Joe. You talk about it every day. Nah, 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 I agree. With, I, I agree with Jay. Jay stole my answer. I was about to say, you got to financially educate yourself, right? Because all of us are financially illiterate, right? When it comes to finances. But my thing is, my, my, my way is, like, I, I'm learning all this now. I just started, like, really educating myself. And I, it really started from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? Robert Kiyosaki. And I think last week, and I, last week, I told Jay, um, I said, I, I quoted, um, I quoted um, Warren Buffett. And Jay was like, that's the, he started laughing, saying that's the, the biggest capitalist in the world, right? But I studied the rich. I studied the rich, right? One thing. Robert Kiyosaki always says is he studied rich people. That's who he takes his advice from, people that did it, right? Like, so YouTube is out there. YouTube have a shitload of game, right? Fucking YouTube, just go on YouTube. I think I sent you out a video, but it's a shitload of game on YouTube, bro, that you can learn from. It's tons and tons of books. I think I read like eight books from Robert Kiyosaki, right? It's, it's books on the intelligent investor. On your app, if you got an iPhone, swipe, swipe, just swipe right. And you see the entire stocks shit for the day. Just read up on everything. That's it, it. 
it's not an easy thing. It's like you got you got to retrain your mind, right? And I think I sent you a video yesterday with that, with the train coming towards everybody when they first created um, motion pictures and everybody in the movie theater ducked down and stuff. But you got to, it's possible to retrain your mind, right? And financial education is so dope, bro. Like reading how to fix your credit. It's, it's a book for everything. It's a YouTube video for everything. I sit there and I, I, I talk to millionaires every day. I ask them, how do they do it? I, I'm learning the game. Because it's never too late to learn the game. It's never too late, but it's fine. It's definitely financial education. We have to, like you know, like Mr. Wallace knows about the stock market, right? Jay knows about it. So I used to ask him a shitload of questions in the beginning when I first started learning about it, and they helped me, right? And now I'm talking to like you know people that made millions of dollars with the stock market, right? As well as reading books and. They used to, and they and they give me books to read and stuff like that. So, and they they give me, you know, they give me videos to watch. Like one of the videos I sent y'all yesterday, "Who Moved the Cheese?" Right? I, I, this is the second time I sent it to y'all. Like, "Who Moved the Cheese?" Where stuff don't stay the same; it keeps moving. It's a constant move, so you got to learn to adapt to the future. You have to adapt. Like it's gonna it's scheduled to be another recession in 2023. The stock market crashed right now, right? Now that stock market is crashing, it's the best time to buy and get in, right? So it's it's about education, knowing where you are and knowing where you need to be. That's what it's about. Education. If you don't have if you don't financially educate yourself, you're gonna be fucked. I do think there's some truth into, you know, there's an old adage that says, you know, dress for the job where you want to go, not the job that you're in. Um, and I think the same, the same can be said for finances, right? You know, to your point of your, of your friend studying the rich, you know, he is studying for where he wants to be, not where he's currently at. And I think we all have to do uh, a better job at that, particularly um, in, a, in a minority community. Yo, Mo. Was the question, the question was, what was the question? Okay, how can we control our finances? How can you control your finances? How Later. can we control our finances? Yes. I, I, oh yeah, okay, so I'm gonna disagree with both of y'all, right? With Jay and with Jeff. I think that it has not to do with making more money. And I'm thinking about Well, the first thing I said was education. Education, education. I don't even. I don't and, even I, and, I, and I agree I with Jay. And about, I, agree I don't even think it's about education. Well, to a certain degree, to a certain degree, yes. Um, it's got to. It's got to begin and end with that. Well, that's okay. But let's see. I'm because I, I live in I live in Georgia, right? And I'm exposed. And you live in VA, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you see it a lot, right? I mean, like. You know, I'm exposed to the country bumpkin who don't want to do nothing more than what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't thinking about no stocks. I ain't thinking about buying no properties. Nigga, I, this is me for the rest of my life. But the question was how do you control your finances, right? And yes, I would say education to the degree that you know where your money is going. So you know where the little bit you have or what you have, where it's going, right? But I don't, I don't care what, what's in rich dad, poor dad. 
So in that sense, outside of that little bit of education, how else, how else would I have control? Well, well, I think here's and, my and take. The other point, so, I mean, the, the time, right? Like where you're spending your time. Yep. All right. So where you're spending your time and. Not where, not where, but how. How you spend your time. How you spend yep. your time. Yep. So how? How do you invest or how do you spend your time? That's incredibly important to finances. Because how you spend it, whether you spend it at the mall when you don't have it. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. I'm going to. Retract my disagreement from Jay, but Joe, what does oh. your... Oh, I talk about, I talk about financial education also. I said, I agree with Jay with the, with the financial education. But like I said, I, I read books and I hang out with, with rich people, right? And I hang out with the millions that I work with. And, so you're trying and, not to get rich, so you don't want to get rich. No, 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 I hang out with them. So what I'm saying is they teach you simple shit, like, you know, they teach you how to save money. They taught me how to invest in certain things. And by the time I wait, like one guy said, he said he was waiting for a Broadway pay to pay for it. He invested in something real quick. Boom, sold it. The finance department, the, 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 the stock market paid for his ticket, right? Like he, he, he always says, it's not what you make, it's what you save. So, right? Mm -hmm. and, and he said, the money that you save with, with inflation going up, Right, if you save it for years, the the, the the amount of money that you're saving is not going to be worth anything. It's going to depreciate, right? So these are all finances. How how? Okay, but what does that have to you, do? With you got a Macy's. You got a Macy's. You got a Macy's card, right? You got a Macy's card. You got a Macy's card. You buy something on sale at Macy's, right? Yeah. What's the interest rate you're paying on that? That's how. So you, education is about how to deal with credit cards, how to deal with your credit stuff that. Like, why are you gonna buy a Mercedes for 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 hundred k when you don't when you don't even make twenty thousand, thirty thousand a year, right? Financial education is not just about being rich; it's about making the most of the money that you have right now, right? Like they teach you shit like don't save more or invest more. And, and that, that that's that money that you're gonna need. So if you're gonna save a, if you're gonna save seventy five dollars, but at the end of the week you're gonna take out the $75, it doesn't make sense saving the $75, right? Save $15 because you're not going to take it again. Invest certain money that you know you're not going to need again because when you invest in this for the long term, right? Bettering your finances is, is how to get out, of, get, get out of debt, live debt-free, right? And it also showing how debt is a good thing. So it, it's all about, and, and, and like I said, and I'm talking to millions of people, and they all said, education, when you stop learning, you're going to be fucked. The best way to, to live a better life for you and your family is to be educated about it. So it's about everything, bro. Like, people, my, 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 like, you know, I have people that's laughing at because I have a, a 2013 Pathfinder. And they say, oh, you need to get a 2022. Why, why am I getting in debt? Why, why, would I, why would I give away my Pathfinder that I have that works fine? Right, you, you on one of the levels of education that they that you would. It's, a, it's, you would it's education. Without without okay. education, you're, you're, you're nothing. Yes. Financial yeah. education. Yeah. That's what that's what I said. And 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 you got to hang out with people that's doing it. You got to hang out with people that's doing it. You got to read books from people that's doing it. 
It's a lot of how to. You lucky. You lucky. LT the voice got on because he say, "Why the fuck that Jeep ain't get you down to Virginia to get a steak?" <laughs> no. No, but even with the Jeep, right? Even because because all my like the, the guys that like guys I hang out with at work, they got like BMWs and Beamers and all this craziness, right? And I'm like, instead of me paying $900 a month on a car note, I could be putting that $900 in the stocks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why would I pay $900 for something that depreciates right as soon as you get off the lot? This is what education does. You know what I'm saying? Rather put that 900 right? I started selling my sneakers on StockX. I started selling, you know, throw it all in the stocks. And you gotta know the right stocks. That's why I said a lot of times. Yeah, but, what, swipe okay, right. but, yeah, but yeah, what I'm saying right, is, right. what if, what if, what if, you know, I take my nine hundred dollars and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna invest that in, you know, this 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 necklace for my wife and this toy for my daughter. Or I'm gonna invest this in, you know, this trip for my family, right? Like every time, right? Not like just just this time, but no, every time I'm gonna take that money that I have and I'm gonna put it into my family. Right. The, the question is how what do I how do I control my finances? If I know what I'm taking out and what I'm putting in, and I know that I have this every month or every you know couple months or every year to spend on what I want, and that is controlling my finances. Just because I'm not got, trying to grow it doesn't mean I'm not controlling it. Yeah, but you gotta set goals. I feel like you always have to set goals, and that's one thing I learned. I write, I write down on paper your major goals, like the goals you you, you plan to have in. But that was the question, yo. No, but it's it's about financial. It's about being financially smarter. So being smart, financially smarter, is by educating yourself and controlling your money. Right. So when I, I think when Mr. Wallace, because this was his topic, so he knows what he's talking about. What he's what he's trying to say is this: is that um, the the finances that you have, how can you better control the finances that you have? That's what he's trying to say. Yeah, not like how do I get more? Right, not how you, you grow, right not how you can grow or invest, yeah. but how can you control the finances that you make every every two weeks, every month? How can you find? How can you control that? How can I control that? Um, I I, I have like five different accounts. I have one for um, I have one for the stock market. I have one for saving in case of an emergency. I have one for my bills. I just I, I I separate my money and I have control. I, you have to have willpower. You have to know I have play money. And I, I, I you gotta control your, your your spending. Simple, you gotta control your spending. Like a lot of times I buy stuff on my credit card, and as soon as I and I pay my credit card back to get the um the, the, the money that they give you every month. You gotta, I said, you pay off a credit card bills so you don't get charged with that interest rate. Because a lot of times you owe $20,000 on credit cards. How much money are you paying a month on interest? So that's one way to save your money, right? Cut out the cut, stop the credit card interest payment. The credit cards is not here to, 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 to help you. They're not your friend, right? Credit cards are not your friend. It's a tool and you gotta learn how to use that. So my thing is, how I spend my money every month. I have my, you know, I'm a collector. I collect certain action figures and stuff. So I got my action figure money to the side. And I work multiple, I work a lot of jobs, right? But uh, it's about self-control and, 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 and education. It's all, it's all education, bro. 
at the end of the day. You gotta know, and, and you gotta you gotta get a, 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 a and the best way. To, well, it's about education stuff. That's it. Right. Jay Boogie made a uh, made a, a really good point. He said something really good. I want to know more about that. When you say you pay yourself before you pay your bills, what do you mean by that? Mm. Yeah, I was, I, think, about that too. I was curious about that too. Thanks for asking that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so too often we 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 go to work to pay bills instead of going to work to pay ourselves, and that has to be a going and approach. And I think you realize when you pay yourself first you could pay your bills. Because a lot of times what people tend to do is they overpay on bills, right, to try and get ahead. But ultimately what you do at the end of the day is you take away from yourself. Uh, the bills are going nowhere, but you have to reward yourself at some point in time because you don't want to feel like you're going to work for the sake of paying bills. You go to work to reward yourself at the end of the day. And, and that is the way I always approach uh, for a very long time now is pay myself first and then pay those bills. And I've never you know, because of education of finances and controlling myself financially, um, being able to pay myself has reaped a lot of benefits long-term for me um, instead of just paying bills, right? The bills will be there. The bills are going nowhere. Quite frankly, you have a little bit more leeway with bills than you do with paying yourself because the minute you skip yourself, you don't have a lot of leeway with repaying yourself for all of the work that you're putting in, whether it's, you know, from from high school to college to higher education, you you deserve that payment to yourself. So the same way you could reoccurrently make a payment to a cell phone bill or a light bill or a water bill, you should have a reoccurring payment to yourself first. In your in the grand scheme of things, as you budget bill, you know, pay yourself first and then pay everything else off. It'll still get paid, but to me, you got to pay yourself first because you know the risk is absolutely worth the reward uh, when you pay yourself. Yeah, I love that. Hold on, I'm about to say, Joe. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. I think I'm about to say. How do you determine what percentage of your check you get? So, so that's totally up to you, right? And this becomes educational. Whether so, if I could put ten percent into uh, a Roth IRA or into my four hundred one k, why can't I put five percent into myself and still pay my bills? You can do it. But naturally, the human mind goes to do what? I got to pay these bills. That's what we say. I got to pay these bills. I got to pay these bills. Why don't you naturally say, I have to pay myself and then pay the bills? Because where, where can you... So, so here, here, here's the military mindset for me, right? Where can I assume risk in the bill-paying process? The one place you know you cannot assume risk is either in your mortgage or your rent, right? That's a guarantee you cannot assume risk there because you want a roof over your head. But every other position, I can assume risk. So where I can assume risk, I pay myself. And then I pay the bills. But what do you do with the money you pay you know, my, my thing what, is what? this, Jay. Okay, so, yeah, you know what? Go ahead, Joe. So yeah, what do you do with the money? No, that's what I'm gonna do. How do you pay yourself? What, what do you use? Is it in the, in the stock market? That's how you pay yourself? How do you, when you say pay yourself, so how do you use the money that you pay yourself? So no, my money doesn't go into any type of institution at all because quite frankly, your money grows more at home than it does in any other institution. So people that save their money in banks and other places, your money actually can grow faster if you look at it um, at home than it can in any other institution because the risk in an institution is you don't control that risk. But at home where you save your money, 
with you, you control that. You don't control a bank. You don't so control you a stock like, market. Yo, so you're saying like, yo, just go take out $500 every check and just put that in the shoebox. I absolutely do. Okay. What about inflation, Jay? What about inflation? Because what, what, what about inflation? Because, um, I mean, look, you know, as time I, goes I, on, the, 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 the value of the dollar goes down. So just by okay, having so, money so saving. Again, again, this goes back to education, right? And then controlling your finances. If you live within your means, you could absolutely pay yourself and pay your bills. And that's the part of controlling your finances. Live within your fucking means. Too often we no, live. No, stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Live within your means and then you can pay yourself. When people can't pay themselves, and let's be honest with us, as black people, we like to live outside of our means because what do we want to do? Impress other people. I can give two fucks less about anybody else. What I care about is this house that I live in, the three cars that I have, because I want to pay myself and I do it within my means. I'm not here to do anything for anybody else besides me and my family. So as long as I'm doing that financially and controlling my own finances, I can afford to pay myself and still pay my bills and then pay myself twice instead of paying bills twice a month. But so okay, I don't pay bills twice a month. I pay bills once and then I pay myself twice. Uh, right, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Right? This, this is this is how I'm trying. I'm trying to like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, so say I make a certain set of money every month, right? Say I make uh six thousand dollars a month, right? Mm-hmm. And my bills and all my have to responsibility, which I can't assume. I can assume some, you know, some wiggle room on, right? So obviously I have enough to pay myself. Come like three thousand now, right? So I make double what I need to survive, right? So pay myself. Like, um, let's say in those bills, in that $3,000, i have already included, all right, cool. So this is going to be my biweekly investment, investments, right? So I got $300 set aside that's going into the stocks. I have $300 set aside that's going into my savings account, my just-in-case account. And the rest are bills, you know, mortgage, boom, 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 boom. I got $3,000 left over. Yeah. How do I pay myself? So, so if you don't have the, the, if you don't have the ability from the money that you make to invest in stocks, why would you do it? Right? So this is the financial control as you, as, as you okay. talked about. Well, how do you control your finances? So if you don't have the means to invest in a stock, why would you do it? Because now you're putting yourself at financial risk to not one, be able to pay yourself and two, be able to pay your bills. So again, this goes to the point of living outside of your means of let me invest in stocks because it looks like it's doing well. That doesn't make any sense. You invest in stocks when you can financially control investing in stocks, but no doubt about it, you should be able to pay yourself first and then pay your bills. Eventually, once you get financial control, then you can invest in stocks once you have the control. I did not always invest in stocks. I had to get control of my finances first before I could start investing in that. But no doubt about it, I never lost sight of myself of paying myself before I invested in a 2022 Jeep Wrangler or stocks, et cetera, et cetera. That comes later when you have the control of your finances and quite frankly, the knowledge of where the money is spending, 
how you're spending and then where I'm investing my money versus where I'm spending my money. That's where the financial control comes in. But you have to pay yourself within the financial means in which you can live because I make different money from you. You make different money from Maul. Maul makes different money from Joe. And so you can't do the same thing. We can't do the same thing that each other do, right? But what we can control is how we know how our lives are set up. And then you can make sure you pay yourself and then go two, three, four, five, six, seven. If you can't make it to seven, six, or five, then you shouldn't get there until you can control how you spend your money and ultimately how you invest your money. What I'm trying to understand, See, I, let's say we all, no, say, no. you know, you, me, more, and, and Joe, we all make enough to pay our bills, and, and we're good. We have money after we pay our bills. Right? We're yep. good. We're not living check to check. Yep. What does pay yourself mean? Like, how am I paying what, yourself? What is what? Pay yourself mean. Like, if I'm already, you know, like, I'm good financially. How do I, what do we, like, how do I pay myself? So, I, I mean, honestly, every paycheck, I put $500 aside to myself. That's how I pay myself. To, to, and it's not even for a rainy day. It's separate from a savings. It's separate from all of the other responsibilities that I have from a pure financial perspective. That money is for me that if Jason wants to go and do something, Jason can go do it without touching any of that other stuff. And that's why I pay myself that money. So when I do choose to go do it, I'm not affecting anything else in my life financially. It's money that I've... So, you know, paying yourself could be $20. Paying yourself could be $40. You have to figure out what paying yourself looks like, but you have to pay yourself. What do you work for? Do you work to just pay bills? But Jay, no, but I, Jay, mean, I, I mean, the reward no, can be the, the beauty you see in your life, right? Like, yo, are you able to live where, where you are, right? You're able to provide the life for your family that you're, that you're able to provide. That's the reward. Right, so, so you don't work to pay bills? No. Nah. You pay to reward okay. yourself for all, for all of the shit that you went through, through school and then getting to this job. You pay yourself for that, right? I do every day. Every exactly. day that I wake up, <laughs> that, I, that I wake up and I, and I play with the toys that I play with. I, I rewarded myself. Yes. This is, yeah. Every day <laughs> I, play, I, pay, I get paid. I see my reward every day. When I see my daughter smiling because I was born on a new toy. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and because you're paying yourself though, right? But I don't know what paying myself means. That's what I'm trying to understand. Like, like I don't so, know. So, so paying, so, 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 okay, great point, right? You pay, paying, you know, buying toys for your daughter. Are you pulling from a savings to pay, pay for the toys for your daughter or, or, or is it a liquid fund that you, that you're paying for the toys for? It's a liquid fund. Yeah. No. So you're paying that. yourself. Okay. So, but okay. 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 Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, you pay so yourself. Like that, that, you you, you buying those toys don't don't have nothing to do with your financial well-being at all. That's money that you know, Mr. Wallace, I'm Gucci. She getting this because I got it. Yeah. Because you're paying yourself, you know what I'm saying? So go ahead, Joe. What you got? Okay. Cool. No, all I was gonna say is when I pay myself, because I do I do believe in what you're saying, and I agree with it, and I do the same thing. I do because I because Mr. Logan, the one that told me to pay myself first all the time. But what I was learning is instead of keeping it in a regular bank account, right? I chose an internet bank like Fidelity because the interest rate is like three percent when a regular bank is like 0.001%. So that's what right? I said. So that, that, that's what I said. Yeah. 
No, but that's what I'm saying. I said, where you put the money, but you don't, you don't have to invest it. But I use it. You said it's like in a shoebox. <laughs> no, like, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't put it in any other. What bank you said, Joe? Besides the inter- institutionalization, that's it. What bank you said? He well, said bank, fidelity. You could do it like fidelity. TD. Oh, right. You could you could put it in like in uh, internet banking because it's less fees and you know and you could pull it out whenever you want. It takes like a day or two to pull it out. So if you have any midnight craving or two o'clock in the morning, you know you got to wait. So it, it stops a lot of in, it, you know like a lot of like um just this this what's, what's that word um. Impulse, impulse buying, right? So if yeah, you need yeah, something, impulse, yeah. you gotta wait. You gotta wait to, to get it. So that's what I do. I pay myself first every, every. I tell them I pay myself too much, right? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's never too much, but man. Like, you work hard but, for but it. Like my, yeah, but like my stock, yeah. my, my stock money, my stock money is different, right? My stock money is different. Everything is different. But instead of me right. holding it in the bank, I'll put it in a. No, from but, a but financial control put, perspective, that's yeah. what you do because you have the money to control to put it in a stock, to put it in the seven, the 72,000 other accounts you said you had, right? So you put all <laughs> that money there and then yet you're still paying yourself to know that if I wanted to go impulse buy, I got it because I'm paying myself. Yeah. And, if you want and white you capital, guess what? I ain't even worried about it. I'm going to get this 30 stack of white castle. I'm good. That's what I pray. I want to ask you the voice. How can you better control your finances? What ways can you better control your finances? Invest, invest, invest. And keep your money flowing. Put it in a bank, savings accounts. And you know, don't touch it for a certain amount of time. You can also tell a bank, oh, you don't want to touch this money for about three years and let it grow, you know, especially if you have other means of money and getting money, you, you'll be all right. You'll be good. You know, save, save a check, put one check in, don't spend a check. You got other money to fall on. You know what I mean? Sometimes I wasn't even spending no checks because I was being so busy doing this and doing that. You know, I had, I had backup, backup work besides working for housing. You know, I had like two other jobs. I was doing dollar bands. I was playing music in church. So sometimes I wouldn't even spend my check. You know, some so no, that's that's my that's that's my way of doing it. You know, just invest in yourself. Buy something that you know will make money. Like you know, I sell my juices and stuff in the summertime when we go out. That's extra money in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? I could just say, oh, I feel like splurging. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm chilling out, hanging out with the fellas, making money at the same time. Hey, let's go do this. You know what, Ma? I'm buying you lunch today. You know, stuff like that. No, definitely. I think, Mr. Wild, I think he, I think you he, he may need a little help with answering that question. So give him, give him a little help with that as far as so he can answer it correctly. Yeah, because I was going for a little while. I just got in the house. Thank you. I apologize. What was, um, what was that question again? I said, he, 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 can you tell him the way to answer the, the, the right way to answer that question, please? <laughs> <laughs> How we control our money? Yeah. It's my, it's my answer. 
He's so ain't no right or wrong way to answer my answer. That's no, how no, 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 no. Yeah, give, give me some more insight. I want my take on insight. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct, brother. Um, but I think um, because you weren't the first one, that that's why you know I think he brought he brought it back to me. Uh, I think it's the way we interpret the question, right? So how do we control our money? Not how do we grow our money, or how do we see it increase, or how do you know, but how do we control the money we have? Or the money we're making, like right now, you know, like um. How do we gain financial control of our current situation? Oh, oh, I, 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 you talk about current situation. All right. I'll probably still do the same thing. Keep money, put some in the bank. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on. I'm stuck on. I'm stuck on a question, bro. Cause I'm I'm always trying to grow my money. No, no, no. That makes sense. But you said keep money, right? So one, you focus on that's how that's how that's how the money that's how you keep your money flowing. To me, you keep it you keep it at ease to float. You know, that's no doubt, no doubt. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Hold hold on, hold on. Can I say one more thing, more? Sorry. Go ahead. No, but what I, what I think I'm, it, it's getting ahead, but we need to create like cash flow, right? So I think that's one thing we need to do, even if, this is like how all of us are here together, right? And this is how the rich get richer, right? All of us are here together. We, like we could create businesses, right? We could put our money together, invest in property, put our money together, put our savings together. I was thinking that, to create, to, thinking to that. create cash flow. Yeah, to create cash that, flow. Let's all get up five grand, put together a contract, Put the, you know what I'm saying? Let's buy some property, man. Yeah, we could buy some property. Like Atlanta's hot right now. We can invest in rental properties in Atlanta to create that cash flow. To always have that money coming in. You know what I'm saying? So, that's how you, that's how you that's how you do it. Because if we just have fact, the money I sitting will live, in, I will live in the property. Just you know, rent subsidized, but you ain't got to pay me every month unless we start making that kind of money. You know what I mean? Because yeah. my rent will be subsidized. I'm one of the tenants, and I can. Y'all walk. Y'all welcome. Y'all welcome. Y'all welcome making your money grow. Y'all welcome. No, but that's but that's 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 one way. You know what I'm saying? Like you put your money together, and 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 instead of your money just sitting there, and and you know you create some cash flow. Yo, or anything, y'all, anything. If somebody yeah. like like I'll just take this for as an example. You know, if somebody has like a like a t-shirt printing business they want to do. I mean, all of us, we can we can we can invest in a great T-shirt. You know what I mean? Screen print, like each of us gets like ten percent equity. You know what I mean? And now you booming, or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I know, I know your brother got the got the cold line, but he already on, on his way. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, if somebody but was this is like that, like you with your art, right? Like, what do you need? You know what I'm saying? Like, because we could be resources for each other, right? Yeah. Like what so that's how we that's all you you can, you know what I'm saying? It's like yo, boom, we can all eat. Yeah, but that's how it starts. You just you, you come up with one thing, what you know, you get money in that, then you switch it to something else, and then you become you create that permanent cash flow. We, we could just sit back, we make like what my man um Warren um Robert Kiyosaki always said, bro, you get money while you're sleeping, you know what I mean? You get money while you sleep. 
That's how that's how you win. That's how you control your finances. All right, Ryan Boss, how can you better budget your finances? Just know, you know what I mean, your means, you know what I mean? Know what you're spending on and what you make and the difference between the two, you know what I mean? And know that you can't go over your spending limit, you know what I mean? And uh, <clears throat> just, you know, stay away from like vices and stuff like that that might take you over your budget. Like, you know what I mean? Whether it be drinking, smoking, going to the strip club, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Keep yourself within your means. That's my take. I wouldn't be paying myself then. <laughs> I mean, hey. I just mean, kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Gotta throw that in there. <laughs> well, you want to pay yourself to go to the strip club, though. <laughs> Guys with the lemon pepper wings. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Lou Williams style. All right. World talk. How you better how can you, what are some ways you could uh, budget your finances? You know, just uh keep a uh, an intake on what's uh just look just can stay on top of what's going out and what's coming in. Like, you know, um in living like how Jay was saying, live no living beyond your needs. Now you need to get what you need and you know, everything else, you, you pay yourself, of course. You pay your bills and you keep everything rolling. Like, of course you need to make more money. Like I, I've always been that type to, you know, want to make more, but you know, invest right. You know, get some key investments. Like I was saying, it's good. At least have, try to have like three streams of income. But pretty much it's just not living beyond your needs. Like just you do what you what you have. All right, Mr. Wallace, how can people better um, budget their finances? I'm the right person to answer this question. Um, whenever I'm, I'm, you know, I just say make more money and don't increase your budget. Um, that's just, that's just I've always lived like that, yo. Like if you know, suffer until you make more money, and when you make more money, don't increase your budget. And that's how your your, your budget is made. Jay Boogie. Yes, sir. Um, you know, go go for what you uh, go for what you need and not what you want, man. And I, I think that's that's the best way to do it. All right. What about you, play Craig Joe? Yeah, just uh, you know, you just gotta be able to create like a financial statement. And um, look at the money you make. Look at how your money look like all your uh, all your bills, right? To create a, a financial statement, and this includes how much you're getting paid, what's going to what bills, right? And it's about organization. So you got to organize. And when you organize, everything 
what kind of makes sense. You got to know how much money you're bringing in and you got to know how much money you're, that's, that's going out there. So until you get your finances in order, after that, you can make a move. But you have to get your finances in order. I will totally agree with that. I would, yeah. my bad. I want to add it to my yes, Joe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback on that exactly. Rich, know where your money is going. Um, I'm a web developer, right? So I'm in front of a computer all day. I'm coding. I like to stay inebriated. Um, but I don't like doing all like you know pharmaceuticals and everything like that. But I realized that I went through my budget. If I spend fifty dollars more on my Ria. I could spend $200 less at the liquor store per month. So yes, knowing where your money is going definitely helps with budget. Mm -hmm. I do think too, bro, when you look at, you know, most banks today, um, particularly most major banks, they, they provide, you know, a lot of, you know, most all of us a financial summary on where you spend your money. You know, whether it's food or clothing or bills, like it breaks it down really good. It's in a pie chart. Um, and, and that that gives people a really good snapshot, man. And it's kind of eye opening sometimes when you look at it to see where you spend your money um, is, is really another tool that we have at our disposal to kind of see how we are spending our money to your point, Mr. Wallace. And, and you start to do the math and like if I did X, I could save Y then, you know, why the hell am I not doing it? But we got to, you know, take a look at it to, to Mr. To, uh, politically correct Joe's point of a budget and seeing how and where you're spending your money. It's eye-opening for, uh, for a lot of us most of the time. That's, that's how I figured it out. That thing on, on where my Wells Fargo app. I was like, you know, let me take a look at oh. this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. And I was like, but I'm only spending. I'm like, nah, big yo, that's, that's exactly how it hit me. I was like, yeah, oh, I'm spending way too much at this but you know it's crazy though. Like, like, like I said, I, I collect action figures and shit, right? And um, but they're they're valuable, right? So I can always flip them. But that's that's a great thing about the the bank, right? They send you statements on the app, and then when I look at my my bank statement, it's like big bad, big bad, big bad. I'm like, goddamn, I spent like you know what I'm saying. So I spent like fucking hundreds of dollars in like one weekend, because I was telling Hawkeye that shit. I'm like, this shit just don't make no sense. So I had to cut back on certain things, like I'm gonna stay away from this, this, this. So you, you, you definitely have to look at your finances and see where you bugging at, right? All right, LT the voice. How can you better budget your finances? Get everything you need first, and if you have some left over, invest in that so you can make more money so you could do other things that you want to do. That's how I feel you could better budget. Take care of your needs first. I'm trying to be like you, Mr. Uh, Voice. What is one of the things that you do to keep your, your cash flow in? Well, I buy movies. Um, I invest in myself. I play music. And then when I'm working, I'm working. So I have three sources of income at this time. Got you. Because I'm always selling something.
And you said you invest, right? You invest in like what? What do you invest? In? Myself, myself. In okay. Yeah, I'm always teaching myself um new tricks on the drums, as in music wise. You know, I keep myself learning new things so I won't slack off. Teaching myself something that could keep me keep me a job. So you pay yourself? You pay yourself? Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. percent back that up. LT, yo, continue to invest in yourself. Continue to invest in yourself. I will say that to anybody going through any financial struggle, I'm going to tell you, man, I went from $20,000 a year to $80,000 a year in three years, three and a half years. Tour, seen it. You know what I'm saying? It, invest yeah. in yourself. You know what I mean? Your right now is not going to change. Whether you whether you double time, hustle harder, it's not going to change. You're only changing it for the right now. It's only a Band-Aid on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a fresh one. On a wound. Like, yeah, you can't do that. Take the time. Put the hours in. If you can put the hours in the work, you can put the hours in yourself. Learn something. Learn something that's going to make you better money going forward. Just, you know, fuck this weekend or this week or this month. Just, just going forward, you ain't never going back to $20,000. And then learn something else where you ain't never going back to $40,000. Learn something else where you ain't never going back to, to, to $50,000. You know what I mean? Basically, because basically, I told the pastor today at church, I said, I'm about a new base because I don't want to have to keep fixing up base you gave me because it is old. That means I'm going to have to tune it up and all that. That might cost me a little bit more money. I could just buy a new one and sit here in front of YouTube and, and, and learn notes and learn how to play because the music is already in me. I watched, I watched it through for over 20-something years, play the bass. So I already got, I already got the basics now. I just got to learn the notes. And and then move on. So, if they don't need a drummer, I could pull out my bass. And yeah, you could you could come in with me. Come on, brother. You could play the drums. I play the bass, and we both eat, and we both can make make a living off of that. Yeah, invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Is what I would say. All right, let's uh put a bow on this. Um, um, Ryan Boss. Final takes on financial control, budget, um, controlling our finances and budget control. Yeah, it's all about, <clears throat> like we always say, the brothers always say it's about education. Yeah, so I'm going to say that myself. It's about knowing what you have, what you can spend, and what you need, you know what I mean, to keep eating have a shelter over your head, have clothes on your back. That's my final take on that. Okay. World Tour, final take on this topic. On the, um, which topic? Financial control, budget, controlling our finances, oh. and budget control. All right, yeah, 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 definitely, um, it, it, it starts and ends with education, like, um, over PC Joe saying, yeah, definitely that. Um, evolving with the times, 
and then being um, holding yourself accountable. You know, um, you gotta understand that uh, <clears throat> you got your overview of what you got, your budget, how much is coming in. And of course, how Mr. Wallace said, it's always good to make more money. So you gotta figure that out. And then of course, pay yourself, take care of your responsibilities and then living beyond, living within your, your needs. And it should be straight. All right, Mr. Wallace, final take on this topic. Yeah, man, like everybody else is saying, um, know where your money's going. Uh, yeah, know where your money's going so you can know where, where to save it. That's what I would say. Budget. I'm opening up a savings account right now. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Get that money, baby. Get that money. All right. Jay Boogie. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as it relates to money and finances and investments, you, you know, I, my going and approach, and I'll never forget this, man. Uh, uh, old man told me this in 2003, man. And he said, the more, the more your money works for you, the less you have to work for money. And that's, that, that is the way I try to approach this all the time, man. Because money is always eager to work for anyone who's ready to employ it. And that's just the way we have to take a look at this thing, and we'll be okay. Blake, LT, the voice on the guitar. Yeah, uh, nah, man, it's a like it's a it's a lot it's a lot of huh? Blake, like Joe. Yeah, no, it's a lot of free game out there, right? It's a lot of free game out there. If you go on YouTube. Or Instagram, right? It's a lot of free game. A lot of, they got a lot of millionaires just giving out game, giving out game for free. So just take your time, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, and just just learn. Just, just take your time. You want Instagram all the time, you know? You can follow Fidelity um, on Instagram. You can follow Robert Kiyosaki on Instagram. You can follow Warren Buffett. It's a lot of groups, it's a lot of financial groups, right? That, that is on Facebook. It's a lot of, stock market groups just join them and 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 you know you can look at the big butt shaking but every now and then but you know you look at big butt you look at some some stock games you know what i'm saying you look at some 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 shit that makes you laugh the next look at some you know warren buffett shit just learn it's all it's always about learning and it's, it's in the time of education this is a this is a period of education where you don't even have to be a reader you it, it's just like they, they you gotta listen Pay attention and go to YouTube, right? Go to Reddit, go to Twitter. Everywhere you go, it's free game. Just, just, just be alert. You'll be all right. All right, no, real quick, man. I, I was just, I was just, I was just texting my guy, and, and I told him the conversation we was having, and he's, <laughs> this is so crazy, man. He said. He said, let them know, man, that he said, it is only after you've stepped outside of your comfort zone that you begin to change, grow, and transform as a person financially. That's fucking crazy, man. That's crazy that he just said that to me. Facts. Sorry, brother. But, Jay, but, but, no, but, 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 no, but, but, no, but to, to, to like, and, yeah, Joe, I'll say that. No, but that's, but that's what, no, but that's one thing I was, I was saying too, because these people that I be hanging out with, right? 
like I was kind of intimidated by them. I was really intimidated to hang out with them because I'm like the fuck right. Get out of comfort zone. And, and, I'm, and I'm out of my comfort zone, but now like we yep. have lunch together every, every day. I have lunch with them instead of watching a fucking slinging leg. Slinging leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 you know, like I always talk about these guys to you more, but you know, they give you so much fucking game, bro. Like, and it's not to you out your comfort. Yeah, like. Cause I, I felt so like I didn't feel you know right around them until, and the more and more you let yourself be you know, you learn you learn more. But you gotta get your comfort zone definitely. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, what I was saying, Jay, was it gives you, uh, how your man come on one day with a topic that may suit him. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no about. doubt, no doubt, I absolutely mm. will. All right. Um, LT the voice, final take on budget control, controlling your finances. You gotta have the money to do it, man. If you live in paycheck to paycheck, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna definitely be hard. But just just do do what you know what you need. You gotta get what you need instead of what you want. The wants don't count right now. So you gotta keep everything co-aesthetic and make sure you can um, maintain and try to find a better job so you can have some extra funds to spend and just stay within your means. That's how you control it. Don't let it control you. All right, all right, LT's way. All right, Ryan Boss, um, have you ever been racially profiled in the store? If so, how did you feel? Oh yeah, you know I I had to you know get followed around. Hurry up and buy, you know what I mean? Kind of feeling, you know what I mean? Before, you know what I mean? And it it made me feel like you know I was just I wasn't human, you know Where what I mean? Where was you at? Where was you at? And what happened exactly? Well, I don't even remember exactly where I was at, but I remember the the people that was following me around, you know what I mean? But um, long story short. It was like a like a department store, like a clothing store. Matter of fact, I I was going in to buy some Tims. And um it was just like one of them clothing stores in Brooklyn, you know what I mean? It was over there on uh on Utica and uh like past uh Eastern Parkway, you know what I mean, going over there where all the West Indians is at. But they was just, you know what I mean, following me around in the store, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? Just looking at me, asking me, did I need help more than once? You know what I mean? I, I told them I was just looking, you know what I mean? They asked me again. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm still just looking inside. You know what I mean? I got this. But it made me feel like, like they felt like I ain't had no money and I was just there to steal. You know what I mean? So it made me want to not even, you know, go to that store no more. You know, after I got what I got, I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not even going to shop at that store no more because they they just racially profiled me. And you know, that's just my take on that. Um World Tour. Have you ever been racially profiled in the store? If so, where and when and what happened? Uh probably probably plenty of times. I don't be knowing. I don't be can either. Like I'm trying to say. Last time it made me feel uncomfortable. 
Uh, you know, but being that I can't remember like that, I'm gonna have to say I may have been, but it hasn't been nothing serious enough to me to feel a certain kind of way to remember it. You know, you know I um oh maybe today. Okay, <laughs> all right, this is funny. That's crazy. Today I went into the lid store because you know my son's birthday next week, so I got him a little outfit. I'm getting him a hat. I got him a paper planes hat in size seven. You know what I'm saying? So it's fire, a little paper planes hat. But the, it had two shades of blue. One shade of blue had the pin on it, the other didn't. So I was going to take the pin off of it, and I had a bag in my head, and I kept seeing Shorty look at, look at me my head. She kept looking at my head like I was going to steal some. <laughs> but I took both of the hats to, to the counter. And just told her, yeah, I want this one, but I want to take the pen off. So she did it, whatever, whatever. But she was looking, and then now they say, thank you, have a good day. Like, I thought, boy, and she was like, yeah, get the fuck up out of here. Like, that was her vibe. It's a little Asian oh. chick. <laughs> but eh, that's gonna say a slight racial profile. But I know I wasn't, I didn't feel a claim kind of way, but that did happen today. Would you go back in that store, shopping that store again? Yeah, yeah, because I don't feel like I don't feel like certain kind of way. Yeah. All right, um, Mr. Wallace, how about yourself? Have you ever been racially profiled? If so, where, when, and what happened? Oh, I've been racially profiled. Well, I, I see. My question was different than other motherfuckers. I, so you asked me if I ever been. You asked them if they ever been racially profiled in the store. So, yes, and have you ever been previously profiled in the store? Okay, okay. So in a store, uh, a number of times, like in New York, but I brushed that shit off. But there was this one time in Maryland. I was at my cousin's wedding, and we went to go pick up this, um, like, gazebo type thing, or like, you know, this thing that he had ordered to put in the uh, in the yard, right, for his wedding. And he only dealt with these people online. Right, so he was just going there to like basically make the final payment and to pick it up. So I was riding with him, and we get there, and it's like as soon as we walked in, yo, just the vibe just changed. It was these three big fat fucking redneck motherfuckers behind the counter, and this old dude, this old man with a big long ass beard, yo. Came outside some stairs and he was like, Can we help y'all? Right? Just, just like, I don't know, man. It was just like everybody just stopped and shut up what they were doing. It just, we just knew they didn't want us in there. Um, we went there, we went up to the counter. Dude was like, Yo, here to pick up the gazebo. And he was like, um, Honestly, we don't do business for y'all folks and we rather not take y'all money. And we didn't get this gazebo. He got his money refunded to him. And that was like the, the worst case in a store that, you know, I've been racially profiled. And they straight up denied us business because we were black. And that was in uh, 2015. These whites only pies. In Maryland, nigga. In Maryland. That shit was, I was like, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, that 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 was my when I, in the store. That was the most the, the biggest one. 
How did you feel when that happened? Honestly, when we walked in, I didn't want to be there anymore. I mean, it was it was it was a clear racial. But you could like it was like you know when they say you know tension so thick you could cut it with a knife like it was like you could feel the tension. It was just like when we walked in there, we they did not expect us. They did not want us there. And honestly, immediately I didn't want to be there. Now, I mean, as soon as we got there, I was like, yo, let's not even deal with these people. He was like, nah, man, I already paid. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right. We went up there, and then I was like, yo, get your money back, and let's go, man. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it was, that shit was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it, was, it was three big, fat, I mean, they were fat. It was like it was a whole family, you know what I'm saying? It was fat. And it was this one old dude. He must have been the father or the grandfather whatever, yo. But he was just looking over everything. It was like, one of, like out of a movie or some shit. So he was just looking over everything, like, you know, what these niggas want. And the dude, I guess he was the father. He was like, listen, man, we don't want y'all money. We don't do business for y'all people. And, you know, we just appreciate if y'all just take y'all refund and go go about your day. And he was like, yeah, let's, let's go. And this was crazy. Damn, man, oh, man. That's, that's crazy, man. Wow. That's a crazy story, man. Like Jay Boogie. Yeah, man. Um, I can tell you, I experienced that down here, man, in um, in Virginia, probably a couple of years ago, um, going into a into a Pandora store, um, where it was predominantly probably like ninety nine point nine percent people in the store was white, um, and I walked in there in a in a sweatsuit and Jordans, and they looked at me, and I had three people walking behind me. Um, and I had my, what was crazy was I had my service weapon on my hip uh, and I had my badge on my hip, but it was concealed. And so they couldn't see it, but they walked around me um, as I was going in there to buy, buy a gift for my daughters uh, for their birthdays. Um, and, and I felt some kind of way, but I played the game um, until they kept walking behind me, walking behind me until I unbuttoned my, my top. And I was like, why, why are you guys following me? And it was like, we never seen you in here before black man i was like wait what um so long story short i kind of showed them my badge showed them my weapon and i actually got that store shut down just for racial profiling uh because it was complete bullshit and that was in 2020 um which is crazy right you know in this world today that you know we live in uh in 2020 that you still have to deal with that you know and, and in particular where i live right now i think a lot of these you know unfortunate these white people that have lived down here for so long um, in the part of Virginia where I live, which has really been controlled by white people. Um, there are so many minorities that live down here now that are working. They have the ability. Um, they make enough money to live here. They don't like it. And so I think they're coming around to the, to the notion that minorities are living here and they can afford to live here. But it is absolutely uncomfortable um, that I have to go through that. And so I wanted to do something where my daughters didn't have to go through that. And I thought it was complete bullshit. So um, before you even ask, I never went back to that store. And I actually got that store shut down because it was complete bullshit. How did you how did you feel while that was happening, Jay Boogie? Well, you know, I mean, I, I did feel some kind of way, but I knew like at that point in time, I was in a position to do something about it. And I wasn't just going to stand by and let these people just racially profile me. Right. Um, inside of a Pandora store where, quite frankly, I probably had more money than everybody that was in that store because probably everybody had two teeth um, and they all stank. So 
I'm sure I probably have more money than all those fucking people in that store. But it, it you know, the, the notion that they would follow the young, the young black guy, and then you know, meanwhile, you know, Boudreaux and around there with two teeth and nobody's following them, they probably have a better chance of taking something out of that store than I did. But yet they chose to follow me, probably because of how I looked and then how I was dressed. And I didn't take too kind to that man. And so I, you know, I did something about it. All right, Jaj Boogie. All right, police correct Joe. Now, I, I remember the first time I was really, really profiled, right, was on Picking Avenue writing, right? And I think me and Wayne, we both went to, I, get, I was dating Chantel at the time, and I went to get her birthday card. And I just, and you know, matter of fact, that's the day we went to the movies, um, Hawkeye, to see Godzilla, that same day, right? And um, we, we went to, uh, I went to get Chantel uh, um, a birthday card in writing. And I never forget, it stuck out of my mind. And I, I bought on, some brand new guests. Oh, my bad. But I bought some, bra- I bought some brand new guest jeans. Now, you know the, the, the guest jeans with the, the black, with the, um, the blue stitches, with the four pockets on the side where they just came out. Bought some brand new guest jeans, but it was the, like the aluminum detector in the back pocket. And the alarm went off in Rite Aid when I went to the store, when I went in the store. And it was a Spanish girl there, like a security, or the Spanish manager there. And when I was leaving, she stopped me. And I think they called the cops and they wouldn't let me leave. And all the security like blocked me and was like, no, you stole something, you stole something. So they basically made Wayne go back through Wayne and go, but they, t- they kept me there. They had me like pull out my pockets, do everything. They kept me there for, and I went in my back pocket and I felt the sticker. So I peeled the sticker off, you know, and I was like, see, I just bought some brand new jeans. This was it. And then I went back through the, the metal detector and they was like, oh, oh you, you could go. And she said some slick shit, right? And I never forget that. But like I said, I, was, I think it was like 14. So I didn't know what I know now. I didn't have the knowledge I know, which I, I wish I did. Right, because I could have sued that whole fucking store, but I, I didn't know. But I felt like, you know, that was like the worst fucking time. And I never went back to that right age as long as I live, bro. But but I never forget that that Spanish chick, bro. That manager chick from right age. It was like 2000, it was like um 1997 or something like that. But I never forget how that shit made me feel, you know? And it kind of made me, it kind of made me who I am today. <laughs> help, help molding me to who I am today and shit. But yeah, I never forget that Spanish girl on um, Utica Avenue, bro. And and it was everybody. They just I think it was like six staff members. And then no, not one of them said, you know, I apologize. My bad. They just said you could go. You know, that's it. And I gave them the card back. But it was like I was like. They probably they probably thought Wayne got out with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, they no, they saw they saw the sticker because I pulled the sticker out of the back pocket because you know like the stores used to do that bullshit put the sticker on the inside inside pocket so it, it you know it just went off well you know it was it was it was it was horrible bro I didn't make you feel Joe huh it was horrible bro it turned me into the man I know today. Like if I, I wish I'd have known what I knew now. I'd have sued that whole. Fuck. Yo, what what store was like, that? Go follow them right, up. right, right, 
Rite Aid on picking. But no, but like I went to Target, me and Melissa was in oh, Target. Oh, right across the street from uh, McDonald's. Yeah, that one. But like, yeah, yeah. but me and Melissa, but like, like me and Melissa went to Target, and I remember this Jewish guy was in front of me, and he had a a, a, a shopping cart full of shit, and he just walked right out, and you know, and I, me and Melissa had a bag, and the security guard jumped in front of us like I gotta check your bag, so I said since when Target start checking bags, and he was like, um, this is a black dude, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I never got, I said I never got my bag checked in Target before I I, I leave before. He was like, well, it's a new day for everything. And I said, it's a new day for everything, but you ain't going to check my bag. And I said, I do not consent to you checking my bag. So he blocked me from leaving. And I said, so I told Melissa, you know, take out your phone. And I said, oh, you arrested me, sir, because you did not see me steal anything. Oh, you arrested me. Let me know. And the manager had to run in and say, let him go. Because I don't play that shit now. You can't do me now. But, you know, but back then they got me. I felt bad. Well, that's it. LT The Voice, have you ever been racially profiled? If so, in a store. If so, where, when? I mean, maybe when I was younger and didn't notice it. But now that I'm older, I could say every time they want me to check my bag in the store, I feel like I'm racially profiled. Why I got to check my bags in the store? I'm not going to steal none. So they racially profiled me off of that. But other than that, no personal thing I can remember as me being an adult. Because I would have shut it down. But um, I can't remember nothing unless I wasn't paying attention. Like Tor say, when I was younger, if somebody was just walking around and I'm just minding my business, looking at what I want to buy, going in, splurge and buy my stuff. I always had money. so. I wasn't paying attention to none of that. If it did happen, I ain't see it, especially not in no store. But now, when they check my bag, I feel like I'm being racially profiled. What y'all think about that? All right, all right. Um, Ryan Bars, they made a movie about your life. Who would, who would be best to star in as the leading role as you? My boy Tupac Shakur. <laughs> I don't know. I I facts. I like that one. I like that one. You know, I feel like you know what I mean. If he was alive, anyway, you know what I mean. And but you know, we 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 in the same age, you know what I mean, and nothing like that. But you know, like he just he just remind me of you know the aggressive person I was when I was younger you know what I mean so I say Tupac's core and plus you know he's an artist he's a rap artist you know what I mean I'm a rap artist he uh you know he just brung charisma to the table I feel like I do the same thing so I, I felt like I had a lot of comparisons to Tupac's core so I, I think that's that, that's one of the people that came to mind when I first, you know, heard about this question being asked. Yeah, my man Tupac is cool. Rest in peace to Tupac is cool. Who would you pick if that's somebody that's alive today? Alive, Mike, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, yeah, I like that one too. 
That's a good one, yo. Word. Yeah, you know what I mean? Michael B. Jordan, he doing his thing, you know what I mean? So he doing I, good with you a little bit, too. I appreciate it. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, I like I like the way he do his thing in, in his movies. I like the way he act, you know what I mean? So just, just off of his craft, I would go with him. World tour. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's the question again? If there was a movie made about your life, who would you, who would be best to star as you? Uh are you talking like an actor right now? Yeah. Um who could play me good? I know who could probably play me good. <laughs> My son, even though, um, huh? <laughs> even though you had a movie already, tour mm-hmm. started fresh, 1994. That's Tori's right there. <laughs> That's crazy. Right, and I was shot, shot, shot to see the fire. You know what? I, I, I'll have to go with my man. Um, I will have to go with my man, Woody the Great Man, and King Kane of Power. Yeah, my son, a body, my role. <laughs> Well, that, yeah, that's, that's a good one too. My son Kane, I can fuck with Kane. I can see him doing some shit. Uh, definitely is a movie about my life. I can see him doing that. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Mister Wallace? You know, I put some thought into this when you asked me. Can I? Can I use two? Yeah. Okay. Bet. So for my for my younger years, I would use uh, Fredro Stark, and then I would graduate into like a, a Don Cheadle, and I would have him at. I. What about you, LT the Voice? I see you looking. Um, I say Cat Williams. Cause we got almost the same amount of mug shots and our hair looking fucked up in it. And plus our swagger is just so crazy. And we both are funny as hell. So I let him, I, 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 I let Cat Williams do that. You know what I mean? Cause our swagger is dip. When we get dressed, we get dressed. Fur coats, all that. Hair out, all that. But every time, we probably got locked up about the same amount of time. So every time I got locked up, my head was looking fucked up like his. I was cracking up when I saw all his mug shots, bro. So I say Cat Williams. Jay Boogie. I can see that. So so it was crazy, man, because I had, when I saw that text message, I, when my wife came home, I said, yo, that's a crazy-ass question these motherfuckers want to ask. So, so here's the question. So, first person she said was Michael B. Jordan, and so since since the guard took that, I had to say, let me let me let me rethink this real but quick. I can see that too. Though. I can see that. And, and Michael B. Like you know, he he has done a lot. I mean, like I I have a lot of uh, same like his particularly in the movies that he played. And he played obviously in a lot of military movies. Uh, a serious kind of dude. Um, and, and a conscious dude too, but the one I would get away from when I say Michael B, I would probably say Jesse Williams. Um, very conscious brother. Shout out to the light skinned man you heard in this dark skinned world. 
Um, Facts. So, so I would say Jesse Williams, incredibly conscious, incredibly thoughtful, um, serious, but likes to have a good time. Um, so I would say, I would say Jesse Williams. <laughs> That's a good one, Jay. <laughs> oh man. And I, right. and play correct, Joe. Melissa said, Bokeem, Boban. Boban, the evil Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you said Bokeem Woodbine? Yeah, the evil Dave Chappelle. Nobody knows his name. That's the guy from JC Lyric with the Gat Tooth. The brother. Yeah, yeah, no, that's you. You know that name, man. From Strap. From Strap. I was I was gonna say I was gonna say Jamie Foxx because you know Jamie Foxx can play anybody. You just gotta give him a bald head. You gotta put a little weight on. But you know, I said Jamie. You know what Joe said that? He said Jamie Foxx. I said Jamie Foxx to play him. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he's gonna get a body. He's gonna get a body. All right, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Jackson. No, Jamie Foxx can play anybody. Let's listen. Let's not let Hawkeye off of the hook on this one, man. I know you the host the most. I already answered that one. I got two people that can play me, right? One, uh, I got T.I., right? Well, three people. They said Sinbad. Let's say that one. <laughs> and they said, and then they said, Sinbad. And then, make, and then making this, his, um, his, we have to pay for this, make his actor, um, actorial debut, Tony Parker. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Tony Parker. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sure. That's a good one. Right, yeah. right. I'm surprised you won a Spurs fan, bro. That's, I know, man. That motherfucker always, that, uh, shit, you got me, man. I can't help it. Hey, I got to gotta have fun with the situation, right? I, that's it, man. No doubt. No doubt. All right, I got one more before we go. Uh, I'm going with Ryan Boggs. Who would play, who would play your significant other? Ooh, I got I got a good one. Nia Long. Nia Long? Yeah. Can't take my bitch, nigga. They look alike. <laughs> they look alike. Remember, they gotta look alike. They gotta look like they gotta play look like look like her a little bit too. For sure, for sure. Nia Long. Oh shit. All right. All right. World tour. Oh shit. I didn't know it had to look alike because I mean Woody don't look alike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but uh, I still like Woody. I like you know what I'm saying, young up and coming. Y'all niggas all with heavy hitters. You know what I'm saying, because I, I was even thinking about a couple of them. But right, I'm talking about who will play, who will play, who will play your significant other. You got Woody playing you, so who playing your significant other? Yeah, that's tough. Uh, um, oh, oh, <laughs> Bernie Bogo. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Jones. Ah man, Tour's funny, man. All right, all right. Um, what about you, LT? The voice who will play your significant other? All right, nigga, you better be careful. He he gonna stay on mute. <laughs> oh, who you talking about me? Yeah, who will play? Who will play? If Cat Williams playing you, right? Who's playing your significant other? 
damn. Come back to me. I gotta I gotta think about I got I forgot her fucking name. Come back to me. Damn, I'm trying to think of her name. Sure. She played on one on one. You ain't talking about Kyla Pam. Pratt. Kyla Pratt. Kyla Pratt. Yeah, Ooh. Kyla Pratt. Kyla Pratt. Yeah. Okay. Is right. I gotta look. I gotta figure out what's her name. All right. Uh, for late, correct. I mean, uh, Mr. Wallace, who will play your significant other? Uh, what's that chick? Um, that was in Deadpool too. The chick with the afro. Oh, Domino? Yeah. Uh, let me look up. Uh, ain't that um, Dawson or something? Rosie? Rosie ZZ Beats. Who? ZZ Beats. Yeah. Her? I mean, Zazzy Beats. Her or Ashanti? Oh. Because... It would only be my younger years. In my older years, I ain't got no uh, ain't no significant other, nigga. Got you, copy. All right, Jay Boogie. Jay Boogie gotta be careful because she right next to him. Now look, she's sitting right here, bro. Regina yeah, Hall, bro. Huh? <laughs> Regina Hall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hear you. I gotta Jay. sleep in the bed tonight, you heard? I feel you, my dude. I feel you. <laughs> but that's facts, cause she gave it to me. <laughs> All right, play correct, Joe. Who you got? Jada Pickett Smith. <laughs> that nigga gonna be fucked up. <laughs> Jada Pickett, bro. <laughs> Melissa, mad short, like play like Jada, mad, mad little with the she got, she cut a hit. <laughs> Jada Pickett Smith. Boy, you in trouble, man. What? Jada Pickett Smith look good, bro. And everyone with Jada. Fuck, she said I look like the uh, evil Dave Chappelle and shit, so. That's, that's why me and Joe always going at it right there. Because <laughs> level, he don't think there's nothing wrong with Jada. And I went with Jada. <laughs> <laughs> Jada look good, though. Yo, so yo, Joe, next time I'm in New York, no, no, I'm talking about acting. Drinks, my nigga. That's, that's, no, that's, that's on word, nigga. That's on word. Next time I'm in New York, I'm taking you out. All right, but I'm saying Jada Pickett, yo, she, you know, she, she look good, and she a good, she, you know, she eye actor, actress. But she called me the Eva Dave Chappelle, so you know. All right, okay, what about and and Jada Pickett star, and 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 play correct Joe. <laughs> yeah, you go. That's a good ass movie right there. This <laughs> is a good movie right there. Yeah, I feel you. All right, cool. All right, Ryan Bar, fight with take. All I gotta say is get your weight up, not your hate up. All right, LT the voice, final take. Strive for the best in yourself and for more success. This way, you'll be financially stable. And um, 
just because you want to be a star doesn't mean you can't make it to be a star. So keep up your dreams. All right, I'll see World tour final take. Yeah, quick disclaimer. Those are the characters that I pick as looking to do in my real life. This is a fucking movie. I was going to put that out there. Because <laughs> I'm happily married. Yo, man, my anniversary next week, I've been married for 18 years. So it's crazy. Yes, sir. Happy anniversary, brother. That's a beautiful blessing, man. Yeah. Brother. Happy yeah, anniversary, yeah. brother. Right. Damn, right. you made me feel old. Yeah, I'm old. But, um, as far as the final take though, yeah, um, financial, financial uh, literacy and educating yourself for us to be stable and be able to flourish and for our kids to be able to flourish and put them in positions that we weren't in. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's the plan and that's how we got to keep it, man. We definitely got to figure something out to come together and make it, make something happen. A little something on the side, a little something. But yeah, that's my final take though. Mr. Wild's final take. Jay Boogie, final take. Yeah, man. Uh, old saying goes, man, a man who dares to waste one hour of time has not discovered the value of life. And so as we approach the 75th anniversary um, of Jackie Robinson on April the 15th, um, I leave you with this. There are 86,400 seconds in a day. Make sure they all count. And Jackie Robinson said, a life is not important except for the impact that it has on others. And for each and every one of us, make sure we continue to impact other people's lives as we continue to pay it forward uh, within our communities and abroad. Correct, Joe. I will take. In the words of W.E.B. Du Bois, education is that whole system of training within and without. Education is the whole system of human training with or without this, the house. Um, how the hell it goes? Reading is fundamental. No, no, no I'm, I'm thinking in my head because I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Um, W.E.B. Du Bois is the man. There you go. There you go. All right. Yo, take. I want to redo my shit, yo, real quick, yo. My final take, yo. Always make time to have a little bit of fun, okay? Yes, sir. All right. All right. I found the quote. Take. I found the quote. Here you go. Here you go. Education is that whole system of human training within and without the school house walk. Which molds mm. and develops men. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again, please. Education is that whole system of human training within and without the schoolhouse war, which molds and develops men. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, um, LT Voice, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Never give up on life because life is never going to give up on you. All right. Ryan Boss, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. I got 16 for you one time. Listen to this, yo. 
Don't be lazy. God says you got to work to eat. Don't be out here looking hurt in the streets. Take care of your hygiene. Smell good for yourself. That's one thing you got to do to accumulate wealth and put your pants up. No wonder you want to see your boxes. That'd be having me madder than Will at the Oscars. You say you want the <laughs> things, shiny things like diamond rings, but how can you afford when sleep is what you adore? Wake up out of that state of rigor mortis. Pray to the Lord for strength and you'll be flawless. Make money with your hands, with your mind or your hands. Next thing you know, you turn the hundreds to grands. Put something in your mom's purse and put on your put on your man's. That's why I call this produce something. You understand? World talk. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Ryan. No, nah, no, nah, I was just saying thank you. All right. World Talk, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Yeah, I just want to say, man, that um, this financial conversation is definitely much more than a conversation. You definitely got to take the case of things and, you know, just continue to, to do the right thing, which most, most, most of us already are. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, yo, good, good. I hear you with the bars, though, right? I hear you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting for you to drop one. Oh, nah, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm a, I'm a um, emotionally rapper, so I got to be in the mood. You got to turn me on, man. Your anniversary of 18 years about to come up. Your anniversary of 18 years about to come up. All right, Mr. Wallace, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Uh, I'm going to drop two. One. Best gift you can give yourself is to know yourself. Two, that's from my mom. Two, for me, never let the actions or words of others dictate your character. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. All right, Jay Boogie. Drop yes, a, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Yes, sir. I'm going I'm to give I'm going to give two right behind my main man, Mr. Wallace. Uh, and just remember that failure is not the opposite of success. It is a part of success. I think too often we run for failure and think it's, it's the opposite. It is actually a part of being successful. Uh, and today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want. Uh, and that goes hand in hand with failure and success and building opportunities that you want. So there you have it. Thank you so much. Play correct, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Uh, life is beautiful, man. Just enjoy it. All right. All right. All right. No problem. Thank you so I, much, Play Craig look, Joe. Look, um, I want to say one more thing. Put God first. Because that's the only way it's going to work. Today is Palm Sunday. Beware of all the deceiving people that surround you. Clean up your house. And when I say your house, I mean the people that surround you. Because everybody around you is not good for you. Because they deceive Jesus. And today is Palm Sunday. And I just wanted to put that out on the air. All right. Thank I you love so much. all my brothers. Thank you so much. I'm going to drop a jewel today. Never confuse chocolate with shit. Thank you so much for doing this today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, my nigga. 
<laughs> what movie was that when she ate the pie? Hey, yeah. I mean, this been, all right, this has been another edition of Brothers Podcast. We out. We out. Now that we done spoke on these topics, you know it's only right that we open up your optics for all my listeners. Now I know you got options, but I ask around the brothers the hottest, like DJ Khaled. We the best in these streets. Make sure that you're listening in next week. Shout out to Sergeant J Boogie and World Tour, LT the Voice, and PC Joe for sure. Mr. Wireless and Ryan Bars leave you wanting more. You know it's Brothers Podcast. What you fronting for? Where we got news and drop jewels galore. The Brothers Podcast, Stash Crib Report. Chip, BK, All Day, Ryan Bars. The future like flying cars.